quote unquote, try to wake somebody up. I'm like, all right, I just can't. And you can't force yeah. no one to wake up. Uh, no, you no. And, I, and I've just quit. I've just quit trying. But but I'll ask questions. I will ask them questions when they start saying something. You know, you know, to to try to get them to think. Mm. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. Just ask ask good questions and see how they respond. Um, and they'll figure that it out eventually, easy. or maybe they won't. I don't know. It's never going to change. So. Yeah, because the people that are even listening to the alternative media, they still they still want to fix things by going out and voting. Even though they'll say, "Oh, the election is rigged," but they'll still participate. But they still participate. I find that fascinating. Well, Donald Trump has some good issues and good points, but nah, he's a part of the lie. So, yeah, yeah, that, and that's what that, you know. When people start complaining about Joe Biden, I'll ask them. I'm like, "Well, I was like, well, who was in charge during? You know, who who pushed? Who locked down the country? Like, who was president then?" <laughs> And they, it's like they don't even want to hear it. I'm like, come on, like you know, he locked the country down. If, if you're going to blame Joe Biden for everything that's happening now, you've got to do the same for the previous president. <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm trying to prove a point that neither of them are in charge, but they don't get it. But right wingers are better than nothing, right? So, right wing nah, politics. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's like it's like saying politics is better than politics. <laughs> um, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. Just a different different color. You know, different parties, different colors. Yeah, like uh, it's like arguing. You know, I don't I don't like uh, I don't like the Super Bowl because I don't like. You know the color of their uniform. I'm like, what, what does that have to do with anything? <clears throat> what about uh, their soccer team, Atlanta? Oh, the United. Yeah, you, uh, Atlanta United. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've never gotten into soccer. I just, can't. <laughs> I, it, I just find it boring. Um, I, I did. I, I did go and watch. Um, like when I was in high school, I would go watch my high school team because my friends played, uh, and that and it was a lot of fun because I knew the people on the field. You know, that, that was a lot of fun to watch. Social gathering. Yeah, like it, like like to me, that was that was more exciting than going to a professional game where I don't know anybody, and you know, and to a sport I don't really like that much. But um, they're using sports for I don't know if they're doing that in in, in the USA, but. In European soccer matches, often they used to uh, Nazi Nazis uh, Nazi stuff. New Nazi, you know what I mean? Pushing pushing that agenda, uh, and and uh, they're making riot. These uh, teams have different uh, hooligans, you know. I don't know. If, oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, uh, if uh, American football has that. Uh, yeah, but European I would say the, the closest the closest in America is probably maybe college football. Yeah. Those fans are those are those fans are crazy. 
or fanatics. Yeah, that, that they really, <laughs> that's where the, I think that's where, cause the word fan, you know, fan comes from fanatic, right? Yeah. And, and they, especially in the South, like Southeastern, the SEC, the Southeastern Conference, yeah. those people lose their minds every Saturday during football season. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, it's intense. So they have fights? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, some, some do, but it's, it's just so intense. Even if, even if it's not a real fight, I mean, people are yelling and screaming and emotionally invested mm-hmm. in a game that, you know, really doesn't mean anything because most of them don't know anybody on the field. But the thing is, they're using for, uh, soccer for a bad excuse for having more surveillance for getting into the stadium, do you know? Uh, the fa- face recognition and the, the, you know, they use this oh, as a bad okay. excuse for they uh, they're fighting on the streets many times, you know. Yeah. I don't know if they have that in the states or, ca- or no, you, Canada. Yeah, yeah, you you uh, if you go to a, I went to a professional baseball game. And they have face recognition. I don't, I don't, I can't confirm that, but there, there are cameras everywhere, sure. Um, but they do check, like, um, they check everybody's bags, like, like women's purses, like, they, they even tell them they have to have clear, clear bags. Mm. So you can see through it. It's, it's <laughs> just crazy. You can see they're using sports for, 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 for political stuff also. Right. Well, they're just training. This it's that whole like deep like deep training. Very delicious. We're talking about the what happened to them. I mean, it's just training for drills, getting people conditioned. Or it's just conditioning so that you think it's normal. Like people yeah. think it's normal to go to go to the airport now and, and stand in a security line and get X-rayed and have your bags <laughs> searched. Like like the people are just like, oh, okay, that's just what you have to do to be safe. I'm like. I'm like I, I traveled for years before 9/11 on airplanes and never had a problem. Wasn't there? Was, right in. What, sorry, interrupt. Wasn't there any surveillance after Oklahoma bombing? Can't remember. Uh, I don't. No, I don't remember. Not, not at an airport. Because Oklahoma airport bombing was one of the first psyops, and uh, I can remember. What, what year was, was that? the first one, and then came Oklahoma. So, yeah. Do you remember the year? Uh, Oklahoma was nineteen ninety five, and Waco was nineteen ninety three. Okay. So it's okay. less thirty thirty years ago. So, uh, just asking if you can remember then, if uh, there was surveillance when. Uh, not, not. I don't remember because in ninety six. Was the Atlanta bombing in the Olympics? Ah, Richard Jewell. <laughs> so that was right after. So you think about ninety five then ninety six. <laughs> that was the um, hoax. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I I believe it was, but I mean something, you know, some kind of device exploded. Um, Controlled demolition. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. Uh, I don't know. It could have been a giant firecracker, you know, ultimately, you know, but something scared a lot of people. 
Yeah. And the opening, yeah, remember that. We have already talked about that many times. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any kids? Or are you married? Or can I ask about that? Yeah, I I, I do. Um, I mean, I, I don't mind. I just I don't know if it's... Uh, hope you people want to hear that in the audio chat. I just don't know if people want to hear that in the audio chat, really. Um, mm. But yeah, I do. I, uh, yeah, I have kids. Married. Yeah, they're not. They're not psychologists. No, <laughs> they're not awake <laughs> yet. No, not not yet. Yeah, they took the vaccine. No, no, no. That's good. That's a start. That's an eye opener, right? Yeah, it's a beginning. Yeah, for sure. And you told me they were they had education in nine one one lies in your daughter's school, right? Yeah, it um actually uh yeah the schools definitely they talk about it. Um, <laughs> That's you know, pretty crazy. standard stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know it's just part of his part, for them now it's history like where you know we actually lived through it, but now it's. You know, taught in history in schools. So. It's part of again, part of the yeah. Uh, um, the yeah, one of the one of my kids. There, um, I'm trying to think what it what, what it was, but it was basically a club team that they play they played on, and they had um, they had a practice and. It invited like a, basically like a kickoff for the season kind of thing, and they invited all the parents there, and everybody brought food, and um, but that but it was on on nine eleven like a couple of years ago, and they brought in a speaker to to come and tell everybody his personal story from nine eleven and all this. It was it was very interesting propaganda, mm-hmm. for sure, <laughs> brainwashing. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very you know, they're trying to they were trying to be like very emotional about it. And uh, I was just watching the kids and, and they were just they were just kind of ignoring it almost. Which they didn't in care. a way it was good, I guess. It was just I was like I think I'm glad that it's not affecting them emotionally, you know, because cause they didn't live through it most of they, they, these No, they they after gonna... it, you know. COVID is going to be their problem, not 911. Right, right. I think that's why it seems these traumatic events happen per generation, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of them going on in between, but usually a major one for every generation. Yeah. You're right. The Spanish flu, <laughs> 1918. <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, they all died. I don't remember. I don't remember ever hearing about that really until COVID, though. No, yeah, because they said all the phone, um, uh, what's called, all the phone towers. 
or from the well, Spanish yeah, food? They're, they're, yeah, like they were saying, it was uh, they electricity the and, the rate and yeah, the electrical electrical grid was expanding as well as I think the radio towers. They used it for a bad, bad excuse for locking the world down with the Spanish flu. Yeah, I think I think there's multiple reasons they do the psychological operations though. Because they use COVID for 5G, right? 5G uh, psyop. Uh, oh, yeah, I think that was part of the psyop, though. Is you know blame it on 5G. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, for the people that don't believe in viruses, we're gonna give them an alternative. Uh, an alternative to that, and that's oh, then five G must be doing. Instead, we must of, scare. We must scare the awakened. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You just put, put people in a different uh, terms. Yeah, I don't even know what to, like because we were comparing it to like a, a scientific experiment, like they're at a different control group or whatever. Um, you know, you scare some people with with the virus. Um, scare some people with five G. And the funny thing I is, mean, uh, not shot the doing it. The Israel world, they want both parties to be invested in this lie. Yeah, it keeps it going. Right? You've seen it both awaken and non participating in the demonstrations. Oh, it does. free Palestine. Ah, it's the same, it's the same lie. It's the same shit all over again. Yeah, just rinse and repeat. It's the same people, the same lie, the same media. <laughs> and the government's always the savior, right? <laughs> They're going to save you from the mean, mean, evil uh, Israeli... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, when you when you think about it as... The same writers are probably the, you know, as same writers that are, that are that are writing for the mm. World Wrestling Federation, you know, mm. professional wrestling. Mm. Then it kind of makes sense, like, oh, okay, it's just different characters in a different setting. Oh, it's politics. It's like politics. Yeah, they're very similar stories. You know, there's the good guys. There's the bad guys. You know, there's all the different themes. I used to love watching wrestling, not shock, when I lived in the States. And the Saturday mornings, I saw it on TV. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was thrown away, man. I loved it. We used to I go watch it. it uh, we used to go watch it live. Um, Ooh. They, they used to come They used to come to my hometown when I was a kid. WrestleMania? No, no, like the really small stuff. Like, the, they didn't even have names for it. It was just... You know, wrestling Thursday night or something. They would just uh, come to your town. Right, so just uh, traveled inspire, around. Inspire the big ones. Yeah, you could, but you could go and, uh, you could talk to the guys because it was a very small arena. And we would just go out in the parking lot, wait for them to come out. And they're all walking out talking and, and laughing <laughs> together. So you, that's when because I started realizing. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's when you know it's completely <laughs> fake. You know, when they're all talking and having fun. <clears throat> Yeah, I think people 
go to wrestling matches because because of the social gathering and it's uh, yeah, yeah I don't it's, know it's, it's entertainment but it's a lot of people excuse for drinking and smoking and <laughs> yep so uh, I think that bread and circuses right yeah <laughs> they love it so yeah kind of crazy. Mm. You're going to work tomorrow? It's a world we live in. Yeah. No, it's it's still uh the weekend. But tomorrow tomorrow's Sunday. Ah. No work going to church? <laughs> uh maybe. Are you a believer? Not sure. I I um I'd say I'm uh, I'm skeptical, but I, I do you believe in atheist? some kind of no. Some I I do believe like, like that. There's some kind of some kind of creator. So you're agnostic. I wouldn't say that. Um, mm. I, I just don't. I I just say I don't. I don't. I really don't have enough information to 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 say. I. That I believe. I don't know. I, I don't like to. I don't like to lab, have a label. If that makes sense. But yeah, that's fine. I, mean, I was. I was raised. I mean, I was raised in a in a, in a Christian home, though. If that, that's what I would. I would answer that. <clears throat> Just don't believe in the Jesus story. It's there's many mistakes. No. Yeah, and that's, that's that's the thing. I had a conversation with someone at my church about that. Was not just the Jesus story, but I was like, "Is the is the Bible to be taken literally, or is is it you know is it just parables trying to teach you through story, myth, myth?" And 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 I yeah, and I haven't haven't gotten a I don't get the same answer from everybody. So because. You know, I'll say, well, do you think that really happened? And it depends on the story. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I, I don't know. I, it just, I was like, if if there really, truly is a higher power, I was like, how could we understand if we couldn't communicate directly? Then to me, then there would have to be stories to make us understand it. Uh, so I was like, I don't, I don't take it literally. If you don't take it literally, then people will give me a hard time. Well, you're not a true believer. Like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, it's never ending discussion, I guess. No. And you have to be careful here. Know. Many people still believe in God or Jesus. We have to be careful about that. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't, um, I don't, I don't condemn anybody for what they believe or don't believe. Thank you, Nutshot, because I am, um, an atheist and a Gnostic, I don't know, I go both ways, so, I don't know, so. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is we're all still learning, so, um, you know, things, things change over time, right? You learn mm-hmm. more, you, so, mm-hmm. that's why I don't like to just label, label anything, or, or say I'm, I'm right and anyone else is wrong. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. I don't know for sure. No, no. 
I, I do believe that, I don't know, li- living your life as a quote unquote Christian, I don't, I don't see a lot of negative in it. I don't think there's, you know, I think, I don't think people would argue with you that they would like their neighbors to be, to act as Christians, so to speak. Does that make sense? Uh, treat others like you want to treat yourself. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, so, I mean, there's, there's good, um, there's things to be learned by the Bible, right? Yeah. I think it's speculations. Maybe. But, but I don't pray to God and I don't pray to Jesus. Uh, I don't go to church and I don't read the Bible. I don't, I don't need to look for a creator. It doesn't give me anything. So, but I respect others' opinions and. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's all you can do is respect others, you know? So. Many times, maybe I'm a bit a bully, but I don't know. I'm just, sometimes I just get fed up hearing about it, so. Yeah, I think that's where most religions get a bad name is when they try to push it on others. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's what gives gives religion, religion a bad name. Yeah. Exactly. What's happening? Are you spraying with something? Me? No, I'm about to get, uh, I gotta get going there in a minute. Um, I'm gonna be by uh, myself, not shocked. Ah. Yeah. Waiting for it. You have to do a solo, solo cast. I I should. Oh yeah, or you can hang out, wait for Ab. It, it I'm gonna wait for AB. Aparato. Yeah, I'm headed. I'm headed to the sports fields. Oh, okay. one of my kids have a, nice a game. Time. So. Yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. See you. Good chatting with you. All yeah, right, nice. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye. So we're just waiting for Aparato. Ab, AB. So, I'm just gonna hang around for a bit, and if he doesn't come back, I'm gonna end the live stream. So, uh, I haven't done any research for today, so I'm not gonna talk about the so-called fake drug cartel war in Denmark today. So, I'll keep that for another day or tomorrow. Yeah, what to talk about? Um, I can talk about religion, if you want to hear about that. My point of view, just like I talked with not not shocked, I mean, Christianity or uh, Islam or Hinduism or... Uh, Buddhism, uh, all religions go right up in the same end. It's the same, the same idea, the same agenda. It's like a, a pacifier, uh, 
would people like to suck on it? Suck on. I mean, why do people still keep believing in religion? Is it because people are sad inside? They won't say their feelings, they're hurt, and then they won't expose the system. They just go on with these false narratives like religion and believing a book, what a book says. The book, the Bible, is 100% uh, made up false accusations. There could be some true things about the Bible. Um, um, the Mark of the Beast 666 and uh, the Flat Earth yeah for sure I can agree on that 100% but the rest is fairy tales for grown ups who won't go they just wanna you're, you're gonna be locked in a box or a trap if you believe in Jesus Or God. Okay. Um, Jesus is a comic book character for grown-ups. Nothing else. It's fairy tales. It's made up. So, who are the real people behind the Bible? The, the uh, false Jews. The Bible is the Torah or the Talmud in disguise. Nothing else. You don't need to look at it. The Bible is made up. But I can't prove it, because it's like 3,000 years ago or 2,000 or what, what else. I don't believe in it. I used to believe in it. I, I was a Christian back in the day, but I stopped. I'm too, I'm being too honest. Many times I'm being too honest, but I stopped believing in the Bible. When I saw Eric Dubay's video and the other guy, what's his name, Sachas Banachas, I was convinced that Jesus has never lived And people are selfish because you believe, if, if you just have to believe in Jesus, then you go to heaven, right? And where is this heaven? Where is this hell? There's no proof or evidence on heaven and hell. Um, I think the church or the Bible were back in the day our problem or our TV. They didn't have a TV back then, so they went to church or they read the Bible. So it keeps you locked in the box. Also, anti-scripture, anti I know Karen B., the so-called flat earther with Mark Sargent, the fake gatekeeper, the fake gatekeeper. Uh, I only watch Karen B. when she's alone, actually. I don't like Maya Sargent. I think he's an asshole. Uh, she has anti-scripture. Go away from that also. It was, it's like, 
controlled opposition, you know? Totally bullshit. It keeps you more locked in the box. We don't need Andrew's scripture. We need to expose the lies for what it is. We don't need to please people. We're pleasing people when you're going to anti-scripture. Stop it. Stop it. Um, I actually have to go to the boys' room, so I have to put it on mute. So I'm back. Hello, Jan Eric. Jan Eric from Norway. Welcome back. We've never talked before, actually. It's nice to have a fellow Scandinavian. But I'm talking about religion and the Bible and the church and New Age also. When people believe in religion, and New Age, except for Gematria and Numerology, you will be kept locked in a box. And that's why nothing will happen. Will you stick onto the pacifier, Jesus? I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but when you're keeping, keeping the lies, Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. And he had these magical powers and he saved his 13 disciples. Jesus loved you, like the George Carlin says. Jesus loves you. <laughs> Jesus loves you. He saves you. Come on, man. Hello. Hello, Jan Eric. You can hear me. Yeah, you're Jan Eric from Norway, right? I am. I'm the one and only. Nice. I'm from Denmark, yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah, no, I've been following your uh, things. So, yeah, <laughs> nice to talk to you. Been on for years. No, uh, last last year, I think. Ah, okay. Last year, welcome back. Away. Welcome Thank back, you. Jan Eric. Welcome back. Yeah. I'm just talking about. I don't have a microphone here, so I'm just on my 
phone now. I'm on yeah. my phone as well. So. Yeah. I remember your voice. I found yeah. Figure Lot just back in 2018. So. Yeah, I think I had my introduction into this realm in 2012, I think. Or 2011, maybe. Ah, uh, that's 14 or 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, are you from Oslo? No, I'm from the north of Norway, but I lived most of my Stavanger? life in Norway. Stavanger? No, that's southwest. Yeah. I'm from the north, uh, north of the Arctic Circle. Trondheim? No, no, Buda. It's the north of the... Ah, uh, Buda. Buda. Yeah. Yes. Just north of the Arctic Circle. Okay. Yeah, it's cold as fuck. And uh, dark. Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, just... Uh, I relocated to Asia now, so... I've been to Hevringen and one summer and there was all... There was no darkness. It just was light, light, light and I couldn't sleep because it was, uh, you know... <laughs> yes, I, I totally understand it. Shit. <laughs> anyway, so, I'm not there anymore, so. You live in Asia? Yeah, I'm in Malaysia right now. Okay, that's nice. Yes, yeah, perfect. It's uh, like 30 degrees every day. I'm nice. In winter. Yeah, it's good. Life is good. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you just missed out a lot of audio chats. <laughs> no, I've been listening to all of them, so. Yeah. I'm a passive participant for, for the time being. Yeah. Mm. That's the yeah, only fine. thing you can do, right? <laughs> no, I might pop in now and then. What's your profession? Me, I'm retired now. Oh, you retired. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's perfect. Hmm. Uh, I'm retired as well, but I yeah, don't know if you are. pension. I don't know if you had that in Norway. So. You have a kind of retirement, a kind of disability retirement, I guess. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, that's fine, though. Do you have that in Does Norway? Mean, of course. All Scandinavian countries have the same system. Norway, Sweden, Denmark is really the same. It's and hardly Finland. any different. Finland? I don't know that much about Finland. I would, yeah, I would imagine you're correct. Probably Iceland as well. All the Nordic countries, I think. Yeah, yeah. They have similar systems in Germany also, but uh, I don't think it's uh, uh, up to the level of, of, of the Nordic countries. No, no. Like they did, socialist utopia of the of the Nordic countries. Oh, Norwegians and the, the Danish people are the most happy people in the world, really. Ah, that's bullshit. I can't see any happy people around uh, in Scandinavia. People are miserable. That's but bullshit. If you invented it has to be true, right? It's bullshit. They would never lie to us now, would they? The, the UN. They lied to us every day, twenty-four-seven. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you take the wax? The vaccine? Of course not. No, 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 no. I said on the day, uh, on the uh, 11th of March, in March. this is World War Three. it started today. Yeah. This is Agenda 21, really, kicking off. Man, many knew it already was coming, right? So. Yeah, yeah, I understood it in December when we were talking about this shit in China. Wuhan. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Some viruses. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't exist. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the, the disease comes from being malnutrition or uh, undernutrition or, or toxins. That's it. Mm. That's the only reason for for illness. Nothing else. No viruses. No bacteria. No fungus. No, no nothing. Simple. There, there's no proof uh, <laughs> either. No, no, you, the, the, the rulers of the world, the owners, they want a population with bad health and stupid and obedient and submissive, which they have in spades. <laughs> China was like the one of the last countries who uh, did it like twice. So, uh, yeah. No strange. Yeah. I was going through Hong Kong in 20, I think, 2015, and uh, everyone was wearing a mask, and they were, like, uh, scaring people about some virus thing, and so it's full on. They've done it for 30 years or 40 years. Yeah, I think it kicked off with the the, the, the swine flu and the bird flu and so on in in mid-2000s, so... They have been preparing prepare people for a long time. It's a bowler <laughs> scam. <laughs> there's, a, there's a simple, uh, there's a simple uh, uh, principle. Knowledge is power, and the masses don't have any knowledge. That's why they are powerless. They don't know nothing about nothing. Ninety-nine percent of what the, the normies, the, 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 the NPCs, know are false. They have no idea what the system they're born into. This artificial system, which is a system of control and power. They think the system has helped them. No. It's, it's only for control. They want to control yeah. your ass. That's it. Yeah. Simple. Nothing more. Nothing less. Yeah, yeah. I agree on that. Oh, the, the government here, oh, they care about you. And they want to help you. No. <laughs> I never cared about you. No. Why are every poison legal in the system to poison your ass? Uh, why can the, the, the big underground, the, the people producing food, sell food that is fucking unnutritious, there's nothing in there, like processed shit? No. Because the government wants it to be so, on the direction of the UN. Yeah. Yes. Simple. And people... I was fucking really annoyed under this COVID scam that people were talk, talking about getting the freedom back. You never had any. And you're not going to get any more freedom. You cannot get what you never had. We're not free now after this COVID nonsense. It's on a fucking break. We're, we're still slaves in a, in a controlled it's an illusion. Yes, an illusion. The illusion of freedom. It's quite strong, though. It works on people. Even people in our realm are under the illusion, disillusion, illusion that 
Even if you go to detention in prison, you are not allowed to have everything. So when you go back outside again, you're free. You're still a slave. It doesn't matter if in detention, a prison, or outside of the yeah. Yeah, the bankers introduced wage slavery in the earlier late seventeen hundreds to the eighteenth century, and that's the new rule. Your oppressor is, is not the manorial lord or the, or the landowner anymore. It's a money system. The bankers, they own your house by giving you a meager wage. Which can, you're not able to, to um, gather any wealth. That's why they have a progressive uh, tax system. It's to keep you just surviving. Yeah. Yeah. It, a working stiff after the working like his whole life. He, he might have in Norway. He might have let's say four or five years salaries uh, in savings, and that's it. That's nothing. No, no, it's a pittance. It's nothing. Ooh, I have a <laughs> five hundred thousand US dollars that I can give to my children. But people in Norway are very wealthy, so. <laughs> No, not really. We have a middle class who are less poor than the middle class in other countries. There's no wealth. They have like a hundred people more than have money than the rest. It's not our oil, it's not our fucking uh hmm. It's private. It's owned by the Norwegian Central Bank, which is a private bank. It even says on the fucking pages of Norges Bank, the, 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 the National Bank of Norway, that was a private bank started in 1816. Mm. Two years after we were <laughs> given to Sweden. Yeah. After the Second War. Yeah. Oh. Sweden was on the loose, no, Denmark was on the losing side of the Republic War after the barrage of fucking uh, England twice, the bombardment of Copenhagen and uh, so the, the joint on Napoleon's side. And England stole the merchant navy and the, the, the military navy of Denmark and Norway. They took all the ships and they used them to, to, to ship people to Australia. Ten years later. They just took it. <laughs> it's ours now. We can't have it anymore. Yeah. Oh, Great Britain is such a freedom loving fucking. One of the great. most powerful nations in the world. <laughs> yeah, the city of London has been ruling the world for centuries now. It's still does. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, Norway, we love the royal family of England and England, BBC yes. and everything. English is so great, really. Just marionette <laughs> puppets. Yeah, it's an evil country with the evil elites. They are fucking, they are dark. People are not good. No. Well, I don't know what uh, it's like in Denmark to worship Great Britain as we do in Norway. I don't know. We have royals in Denmark like Norway, so... uh... Yeah, fake royal families. (laughs) They are fake. They are lifetime actors. Yeah. (laughs) They are. Because when the landed nobility lost all all the privileges in in the early 1800s, the the royal (laughs) families went with them. Because they, they were like the, the politicians of, of the old system, because people would focus on the royal family. 
But they many people, the way people in Denmark believe the royals have power because they uh, signed no, no, no. the, they signed no, no. what's it called the constitution and they have, where when they pick a new government, the queen, she's not the queen as now, it's the king, King Frederick. He signs, uh, you know, he, um, picks, they go up to the Amalian bow and then they have this, uh, yeah, but the what? We have the same bullshit. We have the same bullshit in Norway. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, that, that, uh, people believe that that the royals have so much power and they rule no, over uh, the politicians. Come on, it's, it's the same shit. No, no, it's the bankers who run the world. The 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 companies yeah. own the banking system, the central banking system, the this and the fucking IMF and the World Bank and all the central banks and all the banks. It's one Federal system. Reserve Bank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one system. Mm. <laughs> what is that? The the yeah, but then. Yeah, we have that shit in Norway as well. But in Norway, they're very openly about who's in the Freemasonry or not, right? They have lists in the open. Yeah, yeah but the, 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 those Freemasons don't have any power. You need to look elsewhere. They are just like uh, actors. Well, but no, they're wage slaves with the few privileges that the, the other wage slaves don't have. That's all. <laughs> Main difference. Hmm. Really. Hmm. So. The whole world is a fucking, uh, it's, it's, it's a stage show, it's a play, everything is a, a illusion, it's fantasy, it's, it's fucking, uh, myths. Hmm. It's nothing to do with how the world works. Also, the local news, is that fake? <laughs> huh? The local news, is that fake? Yes, yeah, some of it is. Anything on TV is fake, because it's not reality. You cannot observe it with your own five senses. It's not it's, it's uh, organized drama. You're looking at a fucking black mirror. It's nothing. It's not reality on there. Reality, you can see when you walk out your front door and see things for real and hear it and smell it. The TV is... <laughs> at best, it's a fucking simulacra. It's not real. It's produced and... Uh, but even the alternative media is staged, so... Well, and if it does of it, so... Uh, 99.999% is, yes. <laughs> Everything is... It's a control grid. You were born into a control grid. Nothing is there to help you. It's just control your ass. Mm-hmm. Obedient and submissive and lo- loving Very depressing. Service. Very depressing. Yeah, but we will. Alex Huxley said it that we will. We're about to come into a system with a, uh, the painless system of, of, of uh, You're listening to <laughs> another hour of Fakeologist Radio. Fakeologist.com. Last spring, I lost a promotion because I mumbled too much. After a few short weeks of participating in the Fakeologist audio chat, my elocution became scintillatingly sharp. So, I did this bumper, and so can you. Go to Fakeologist.com and speak clearly. By the way, I just got promoted. Did Fakeologist chat make it happen? Well, what else could it be? Too long. We're back from the yeah, break. I was, I was we... saying, 
I was saying Alex Huxley. I think it was in uh, the speech he did at uh, Berkeley in the 1960s. He said, uh, "We are in, we're entering into a painless concentration, concentration camp of the mind, and we are here already. It's here." It's a uh, uh, Jan Eric. It's a IQ test, right? <laughs> What is life? Is an IQ test. I guess I don't believe in IQ. I think it's a false. I don't mean either, but you know what I get uh, mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing is an IQ test. Uh, the COVID, the nine one one, Oklahoma, Waco. I can go on and go on and go on. So it's all uh, IQ. Uh, yeah, they get they get instant they get instant feedback now. To, to, uh, they want us. They want us to react on these bullshit stories, right? It's a gullibility test. How gullible are uh, the more gullible the, the masses are, the, the more power they have in the world. What happened? The people are on top. Mm. Oh, this is shit is easy. Controlling this stupid uh, herd of uh, <laughs> capitalists. <laughs> Too late, capitalists. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> they believe any yeah. shit we come come up with. They're rolling on the fucking uh, back, laughing every day. Of the gullibility and the stupidity of the fucking masses. They believe all this shit. It is funny and tragic at the same time, really. But it's not the Jews. It's not the Jews. No, they're all part of it. Everything is under control of the system, all religions, everything. Mm. It's a complex control. It's a system of systems. It's like a huge web. Yeah. Yes. Anything that's organized is controlled. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. What would you think? You organize it for controlling the people below below you. But John Eric, people want to be controlled, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Most people are followers. I think it's nine to ten or something. They like it and they love it. Isn't so. it? Yeah, they love, they love the servitude. Listen to it's that much easier. Uh, Aldous Huxley in 1963 or whenever it was. It's brilliant. Listen to Did it. Do you like want to hear a conspiracy about Aldous, uh, what's his name, Huxley? Do you want to hear a conspiracy about him? Sure. He died the same day as John F. Kennedy got assassinated in Dallas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think I think he just left the stage and uh, so he could uh, <laughs> enjoy his old years. Uh, That's in, insane! In, uh, one of the most two, one of the two most famous people on earth left the same stage at the same time. Oh my god! It was third huh? uh, uh, of November, was it not? Uh, the twenty second of November, nineteen sixty three. Yeah, twenty two eleven. Yeah, okay, that's thirty three as well. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's crazy that they both died on the same day. That's a hoax. Allegedly, yeah. There's a telltale sign. It's a fucking. Uh, it's a ruse. It's. Other <laughs> 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 no, no, people are not wiser. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> COVID kicking off on uh, 11.3 or 3.11 at the same time. 
Yeah. Really? No morality. Yeah. And in Oslo, during this fake, uh, walking on this Breivik thing, seven, seven people oh, are Oh, Oslo and, uh, Utoya. Yeah, seven, seven people are We had a terror thing in the, in the UK around on the fake thing. It was, uh, <laughs> on seven, seven. They love that. Have you heard about Ole Damagard? Ole yeah. Damagard. He did some good work about Oslo, but he, he says it was a false flag. <laughs> well, you, you could say that the PSYOP is a false flag because, because you're, you're blaming someone else for what you have done, even if you're, it's staged. It has the same effect as if you really did it in real life. Mm, he never what says is anything is a hoax. I mean, oh. But he's a fucking journalist. Well, what would you expect? He's a part of the lie system, I guess. He's some kind of an agent. Mm. He was a journalist before. Journalists are uh, hired liars. That's politicians, though. That's a joke. <laughs> Prostitutes. That's a good word. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Occasionally, they say something that is true. This Utah story <laughs> was 100%. You need, a little, you need a little bit of truth because it's, everything is a lie. It doesn't work. You need some truth in, in the media. Oh, it's not a hundred percent lies. It's only the high nineties, yeah. and the rest is spin. The, 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 the thing that is true, the, the, it's spin. So it might be true, but you focus on that one. Mm-hmm. Don't focus about what people say, but what they don't say. Lying by omission or censorship mm-hmm. by omission. I call it gatekeeping. Uh, yeah, the same thing, though. You don't. What people don't say is more interesting than what they say. Um, yeah, because it's all about uh, perception management and and managing the, the, the people's world view, which is fake. Yeah. Well, whatever people believe to be true, that they think are true, which is not reality, though. It's repetition. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a fake reality, but it's a. Uh, <laughs> Given you by the black mirror you have in your living room, and uh, now now your phone also. <laughs> True though. Hmm. It started with print, and it escalated with the uh, radio, and it escalated more with with the, the, the moving pictures and television, and now the internet as well, and social media, apps and Twitter and YouTube and whatnot. It's all about. Managing your perceptions, what reality is, even if it's a fake one, you cannot, uh, <laughs> you cannot uh, convince the norm what what I'm being told is not true. No. Why? Why would they lie to us? <laughs> because it's good fun, right? One of the reasons. Frequencies, maybe. Yeah. No, but the, the the people on top they think it's funny. Then. They like, like to suck energy out of people. That's bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an energy extraction system. Yeah. They told us in the Matrix. We saw it there. They like to be in control. So. Yeah, absolutely. You saw it on the COVID. That was the ultimate test. <laughs> IQ test. Yeah, it's a test about the uh, gullibility and obedience, really. It's a mission. 
submission to authority. It was, it was uh, on the uh, psychology level and the physical level. Yeah, it's, it's applied psychology and it's a really advanced When one was uh, only on the, on the physical level, so... Ah, ah, I guess you, also... You couldn't get COVID without 911 and the fake terror. Again, because there was lots the of uh, control and security in the airports afterwards of 9-11. I mean... Uh, it has nothing to do with security. That's the word you shouldn't use. It's control. Ah, More control. control. Than... They, they don't care about your security. They care about their security. <laughs> the more control they have, the, the more secure they are, and the less secure we are. Mm. It's all inverted now, isn't it? You can say that. No, it's true. It took them the 23 years we've had uh, uh, control in the airports. So... Uh, and yes. it never ended. <laughs> it never no, ended. It will get worse. It's going to get it on all public transport uh, eventually. They're going to have it in bars and clubs and restaurants and, and cinemas. And yeah, they're, they're going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It's already there. You, you have these cameras on fucking buses and trams and trains. And I know, I know. But uh, I'm talking about you need a... Uh, Security when you go inside a restaurant or a cinema, uh, you know, like in the airport, they're going to have that. As I said, it's not security, it's control. I know you said that, but... <laughs> it's about you submitting to their authority, which people are, happily, because they're scared about this uh, phantom that doesn't exist. It's terrorist. They're going to make more psyops and more hoaxes to get more rules. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yes. Mm. They're not satisfied until they have 100% control. It's only in the 90s now. It's not enough, you see. We need uh, more. It doesn't matter if it's globally or local. They're going to make more rules. So. Yes. Yeah. It's centrally simply, simply driven anyway. We are in a global system now. We are in a new world order that means there was the former world order, the previous one, the one before that. Uh, Jan Eric, is it okay if I mute it for a while? I just have to go to the, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I'll be back in five minutes as well. So, see you. Oh, we're back. There was another person trying to log on. 
So, Jan Eric, what's up? Hello? Hello? Jan Eric? You forgot to mute yourself. Well, then let's go on with the religion part again. Jesus, the the so-called Jew comic book character, walks on water, right? Um, I can't remain. It's called Kineseratsu in Danish. Uh, I should look it up on, on the computer. He walked on water, let's say that. He made water into wine. And he had all these magical powers. Oh, my God. And there's some few people who believe he was a healer. That he touched people. How do you know that? How do you know that? You weren't there. How do you know? And they're saying they found his uh, clothes and his shoes. and <laughs> Jesus is a made-up person. He never lived. He never existed. It's a fairy tale. It's bullshit. So if you want to suck on your pacifier, Jesus, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, woman. Make my day. <laughs> I'm atheist and agnostic, and I don't believe in Jesus. And I don't need to look for God. I have gematria, and I have numerology. That's my religion, okay? I use numerology or gematria for waking others, other people up. Except I'm not sure if you can use numerology and gematria and sports results or gambling. I'm not sure because this guy, Zachary K. Hubbard from Oregon, Oregon, Washington, keeps on making mistakes on and on and on and on in American football and bas- NBA basketball and NHL and, and tennis results and so on and so on. He keeps making the mistakes, so uh, no, you can't use it in sports, but everything else you can use it. So... That's my religion. And I don't believe in the Man- Mandela effect. I don't, I don't know what to, uh, I don't know what I could use it for. Mandela effect is for people who can remember. People have problems remembering. That's it. That's it. There's nothing into it. So? Jan Eric, you forgot to put on me. What else to talk about? We'll talk about the Bible and the church and uh, um, the many problems. It keeps people divided with this religion. Um, it's not so good either. Um, who cares? Who cares? There's, there's also many believers who just read the scripture and doesn't go to church, I respect that more than people are going to church. <coughs> so, yeah. Just thinking what I'm going to talk about. 
I can speak openly about this event that happened like two weeks ago in our local community in Valby. Look it up. You can translate the article into English if you want. But this, it's another, I wasn't there. I wasn't there, I just read it. I made a YouTube video about it, but I'm scared to put the video up on my channel because I go to this bar occasionally. It's called in Danish, Den Grønne Hest, The Green Horse. I talked about uh, this uh, last week. There was an open robbery, and they this robber got away with uh, 5,900 euros. Sorry, kroner. Kroner. Is is that 700 or 800 euros? I can't remember. Anyway, there was a guy who got his lungs punctured. And the thing is, there's no evidence. Uh, <laughs> there's no evidence. Um, evidence and proof that it happened because you only see the picture of the bar. And this is the local news. You only see the picture of the bar. So there's no weapons. There's no witnesses. There's no paramedics. <laughs> there's no... There's nothing. Really, there's just the picture of the bar. So you can ask yourself, was this really a story? Do the local news... <laughs> What? Illusions. Illusions. I'm just, yeah, I'm just talking about a local story, but never mind, go on. Yeah, it's a fucking mirage. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, they want a new, uh, weapon, weapon, uh, rules or something like that, and, uh. Sure. The, uh, the illusion of freedom is being removed quickly now. It's uh, has accelerated for the last four. Three, four years. Yeah. Yes, four years now, and then this month actually. World Did you War Three. World War Three is a long one. <laughs> Did you see about Lord Rothschild? He died. I don't care about the Rothschilds. He died. Eighty-seven. Well, that's normal. But nothing is going to change, right? They're just gonna uh, go and yeah, just the, the Rothschilds are just puppets on the stage, and they're in no name. They're, uh, all the banking families that are much more important, but people latch on to that name, so it works. And the other people can work in peace. Yeah, it works in the dark. Yeah, of course, everything powers always come out of the shadows. It's, in the dark. Mm-hmm. Not on yeah. center stage. Not on center stage, you know, actors. Same as presidents, the royal families and prime crime sinisters, they, they are there for people to latch on to. Something to focus on. These are the people in power. No, no, no. But if you believe that, 
that it serves the, the owners of the system really well. And they can do their dark deeds. <laughs> yeah, Nari, uh, sorry I interrupted you. I just want to write to Ab that we are here so uh, he knows it. Uh-huh. You know the host, Ab? Yeah, I know him. Uh, I was uh, one, uh, I was participant back in 2012, actually, so time ago. He, he said he wanted to go for a rest and would be back in 20 minutes, but he hasn't come back. Uh, eventually, I will. Ah, uh, Rolt is here. Hi, Rolt. Morning. Morning. Hello. Uh, morning. 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 I know it's probably not It's afternoon here. So. Oh, here it's uh, 20 minutes past 11. It sounds fake. It sounds fake, man. I'm on GMT plus 7. <laughs> you are GMT minus 6, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Rolt, where are you from? Uh, well, what do you mean? That's a that's a long story. Uh, I'm, I grew up I grew up in the Midwest of the United States. Yeah, like I, I grew up in. Uh, yeah, but I don't live. Yeah, I haven't lived there for a long, long time. So lived in. I mean, I've lived all over the place. I've lived in Iowa, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, um, California, Colorado, Tennessee, and now I live in. I lived in Germany for a few. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Ab. Hello, Ab. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, yeah, young American world. Wow. Blast from the past. <laughs> Guten Morgen. Guten Abend. Guten Morgen. Hi, guys. Guten It's late where I am. Oh, you're in the, are you are you back in the far east in the land of the ties? <laughs> no, I'm in Malaysia now. Yeah, GMT plus oh. seven here. <laughs> GMT plus seven. What do you think of our latest fakeologist from Scandinavia, Toby? He's <laughs> an interesting. He's an interesting character. <laughs> Thank I, you I very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right. I call him our fakeologist savant. Sure. He's like a bit of a rain man. Yes. Which is not a bad thing. It's oh. an interesting uh, change of pace. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Well, it keeps the fakeologist brand very interesting. And if we, if I'm correct, if we got Rolt in here, Rolt, Rolt. I love Toby. Oh, come on. Rolt is our first PhD. You, you don't know that. No, I don't. You, you don't know that. There could be lots of other people. You could be lot. There could be lots of others. No, you're the you only person. You could just be a post hole digger, too. You're the, you're the, well, I am a post hole digger. You are, um, the only one that admitted it. Let's put it that way. I think Jan Eric has a PhD in something, too, actually. No, I don't. 
you have a PhD in um, fakeology historical research? <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't need the fucking. We don't need the fucking paper to be uh, well researched. That's for sure. <laughs> it's it's great that you got uh, that you're talking to Toby because Toby is uh, <laughs> inadvertently, accidentally, or deliberately really <laughs> fired up the audio chat again. It's really he's really a fun guy. <laughs> yeah. It's lively, to say. I'm getting red in the face. I, I like your I like your solo show yesterday, man. It was really good. Was it? Yeah, it's extremely entertaining to listen to you, bud. I think it's great. <laughs> because nobody's speaking out on psyops and hoaxes, so I have to start somewhere. So, yeah. In Scandinavia, it's quite limited, that's for sure. <laughs> Can you hold on, John Eric? Can you speak any uh, any Danish at all, or and can you speak? And Toby, can you speak any Norwegian? Uh, maybe I can because okay, I'm being too honest again. Is that okay? That's fine. Go ahead. My this is My mom's my uh, my mother mom my grandmother. She was Norwegian. Oh, I. Oh, wow. the, language, the languages are really similar, but the, the, the way uh, they're pronounced. I can is... probably speak some Norwegian. I can understand it clearly. But new new Norwegian, I don't understand anything of. So uh, no, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's like uh, the, the, the the accent from the western parts of Norway, really. <sighs> But it's, it's it's on the way out. <clears throat> Super thing to to introduce in the first place was about building nationality feelings in Norway a uh, long time ago. Yeah, now Project. you have to push the volume up with your microphone. You sometimes you're uh, mumbling. You have to put the speaker I'm, up. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm on a speakerphone. I don't have my microphone with me. So. No, that's a pity. Yeah, okay, we got Mac Lava in here. Mac Lava, can you talk now? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Hello, hello. That is the correct introduction. Hello. Hello? Hello. 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 Oh, there's another person from Canada. <laughs> Mac Lava, where are you from? I'm from Canada. Canada? Whereabouts? Toronto. Toronto. I'm in Toronto now. I don't see you. Whereabouts in Toronto? It's a big place. It's a big place. Can you I'm narrow it down to a neighborhood? I'm in the ghetto. Jane and Finch? Uh, no, I'm not really in the big ghetto. London? But I'm, uh... Big London? Hold on, he's just giving it. Whatever you do, whatever you do, don't get in the back of Ab's truck. It's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> How are did you, you find? Yeah. Are you in Toronto also? Yeah, I'm in Mississauga right now. Well, oh, nice. Whereabouts are you? Are you are you Pakistani or or Indian or anything like that? <laughs> well, I may as well be. 
Yeah, I work with Saga. I work with Punjabis all day long, so I'm an honorary Punjabi. Eventually, you start joining the Punjabs. Yeah. I like you know. I like you. Do you keep a your 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 shoe like the seats? Have you You're seen up. I like <laughs> I like Punjabi girls because they're the only girls I see. So I've I've changed my preference. <laughs> the only girls I ever see is our Punjabi girls. They're all they're all young girls too. You've been brainwashed. You've been brainwashed by the father of God. Have you seen South Park? Have you seen South Park? Never never look never look into the red dot. You'll get brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. They don't have red dots, but they look Dude, brave. Blame Canada, blame Dude, Canada. I, worked, I worked with this Indian girl. And, well, I didn't really work with her. She would kind of take over. I worked overnight, and she would come in in the morning and mm. take over. So I saw her for about 10 minutes, and she would get into the elevator, and the whole elevator would stink for, like, literally five, six hours. Okay. And she would get for for two minutes, and then the whole elevator smelled for like six hours after that. Mm. Yeah. Well, what would it smell it's like, though? It's crazy, man. Um, well, what would it smell like? I don't know, man. Like, like, like food jam. Like, a, yeah. You know well, it takes like, all well, kinds. There's lots of smell. There's lots of smelly non-Punjabis. The one, you know uh, this one other Canadian shit? That's the next level group? shit. That's the next level shit. Well, like, most most of them smell just fine to me. I have no problem. No, not, not all of them are that bad. I, not all of them are that bad. Well, exactly. They're all... They, they, not all Punjabis. Not all Punjabis. Dude, <laughs> dude, I have a broken nose. I have to get I have to get surgery on my nose. I can barely smell anything. So I, I, okay. I'm telling you, that shit's fucked up. <laughs> All right, take it easy. <laughs> where, where, where? How did you find the web? This, the website. It's, what do you mean, the server? Yeah, how'd you find the server? I have a funny feeling you fell upon the server randomly. No, uh, what's his name invited me? Not sure. You know, not sure. Okay, Carolinas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I met him through another server. And then he sent me an invite last night. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Did he tell you what the server is about, though? Nah. He said, uh, "What did he say?" He just said, "He sent me the link, and then he just said, my folks.'" <laughs> so my folks. Yeah. Oh, okay. As in mine Volk, my people. Like folk, like F O S, like my people, I guess, or whatever. My Volk. Folks, folks, like. Do you like, like Jordan yeah. Peterson? Like F O L K S, yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm using the. Uh, I'm using the German term. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Volk. I'm. Yeah. Volk. Volkswagen. Volk. Yeah. Volk. I'm Volk. I'm Reich. I'm Führer. Yeah. Right, Jan Eric. Do you do you know Jordan Peterson? What about this other guy, Chris Guy? Do you know him? 
Yeah, he's kind of, uh, I don't know. He's a good talker, man, but I don't know. He's probably, I, I've, I've met him once. He seems okay, but honestly, I don't trust him. Did you met him? You met him? Uh, for briefly, for a couple minutes. I didn't really talk to him. I just kind of shook his hand or something. Is he a seal? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's probably okay. It's not really a guy I would probably get along with. And, like, to be honest, I mean, he could be some kind of fad or something. Most likely a fad. Like, who knows? Yeah, he's doing gatekeeping. So, yeah. Does Canada oh, have he's, fads, yeah, he's a though? He's at, at the, at, okay, if he's not a fad, at the very least, he's, like, a grifter, right? Like, so. But what is he grifting? I hear this <laughs> oh, all the time. What is, what, what, what is he grifting? Pardon? But what kind? What kind of money is he making on that? How much money can you make selling T-shirts? That doesn't yeah, make any sense. Honest, probably quite a bit. Because I don't. You don't need the money. So. He's from a rich family. Yeah, he well, says I, he's I from a rich family. You, I don't know what do you. Dude, this isn't in the '80s. He's so he's so fucking well spoken. I think he's gone to boarding school probably. Yeah, uh, not rhetoric. <laughs> yeah, he's very well spoken. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, he's a great public speaker. Yeah, probably he's a satanic puppet. Nah, he's a great public speaker. Take it easy. I find him entertaining. He's really well spoken. What about Jordan Peterson? Uh, I can really You're supposed to tell us he's a shill. You're supposed mm-hmm. to tell us he's a show, Toby. That's your job. Okay, What's wrong he's with a you? gatekeeper. He's Peter a gatekeeper. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, good. I was kind of worried, Toby. You're letting Jordan Peterson off the hook. <laughs> I can't believe you have called him a shill t- ten times by now. I'm a bit tired of him. He just wrote a book about who wrestled with God. And some years ago, he said he was an atheist. And now he says he believes in God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, the guy's all over the place, man. I, but you know what? He's a Zionist. He works for Ben Shapiro, so. Fuck <laughs> yeah, Daily Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like brutal. Daily Wire is probably the worst. I. It's probably worse than any like left wing media outlet, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than like Zionist conservatives, in my opinion. <laughs> So. Are you, um, you sound like a younger guy, so do you have an opinion on some old things like 9-11 and JFK and other... No, I'm, uh, I'm, not that, I'm not that young. I, it's, uh, my voice is kind of weird. I, I guess I have to get like a surgery on my nose, so my voice is not really... What happened? Someone punched you in the nose? What happened? I used to do like, uh, I used to do like, like, uh, yeah, boxing and stuff like that. So I broke my nose. Oh, right no. Now. Many times, but the last time I broke oh. it, it's just, it's bad. Yeah, it's completely broken. So I have to get like a plastic surgery or whatever. But, uh, no, I'm 30, 31 years old. Oh, we, I call that young. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you must be like a I'm boomer. In, I'm, how dare you? <laughs> I'm not a boomer. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm a gen, I'm a gen, I'm a gen Xer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty close. Like, I'm born in 92, so you, you're born somewhere in the 80s, I guess, right? Uh, 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could be your father. Yeah, yeah. All right, Papa. 
<laughs> Good man. Yeah, I feel yeah, bad for uh, your generation. I, I, I feel bad for your generation. Opinion on nine eleven though. Uh, I was in when I was in grade five, I think, when it happened. Yeah. Uh, that was actually probably the first political thing that I can remember because I was probably nine years old, ten years old, something like that. Maybe a bit younger. But I remember, like, uh, I remember thinking, I thought, like, the CN Tower was going to blow up. I thought they were going to, like, start attacking Canada and, like, all this, all this stuff. Yeah. I actually was, like, my first, my first instinct when I was a kid was, like, I was, like, a, like, a neocon instantly. I'm like, we got to go kill these people. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what, what, you know. what, what's your, what's your ethnic background? Because most Torontonians are not from here. So what's your ethnic background, your culture? Well, I'm, I'm born here, right? Like, I grew up in Durham, actually, and I've been living in Toronto for about, like, six, seven years. But my mom is from yeah. Greece. She's an immigrant. And my dad's born here in Canada. My dad's Maltese, is actually. My, my dad's side is Maltese. My mom's side right. is uh, Greek. Is your dad a knight of Malta? No, I don't even think he knows what that is. If I if I told him, yeah, because Jan Eric in this room right now, he's, he's Jan Eric is an expert of the sovereign military order of Malta. That's a yeah, big they're, deal they're, here. They're, they're yeah, based on the order of Malta. They, they just took the name because it was a former uh, military fortress. Uh, they controlled the way back. They controlled all. Oh, the is that right? Between. Yeah, that's right. So, so it has nothing to do with Malta? No, not really. They would have, okay. uh, would have had a proposal, but they were, uh, they were also called the Knights of St. John, which are called in England. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what this server is about, though. So maybe you guys can fill me in a little bit, or... Sorry, my phone rang. I'm sorry about it. I uh, was not on mute. Muted. Uh, yeah. What's happening in Toronto? Toronto, not much is really going on, as far as I know. Mm. Any hoaxes? <laughs> I mean, the whole city is a hoax when you think about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Every day I wake up with a hoax. Everything's a hoax here. What's what's your opinion about the uh, the border? The the car who the blew up at the border? Uh honestly it's probably I I I have never really thought about it too much, but probably mostly incompetence if if I if I had to guess. It's like it didn't really it wasn't really like it was a big story for like two days, and then it kind of just disappeared. I never really looked into it. Actually, I have a really hard time following Canadian news because I just hate like Canadian news is the most brutal thing you could possibly like. It's so weak. Article it's is weak, really right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it's really boring. Like it's they they just they could take any story, even if it's interesting, and just make it like. Really bad, like just so like yeah. hard, you know. Like at least the states, they have like good propaganda. Like the propaganda is a little bit more entertaining, at least. You yeah, know? no, yeah, exactly. Well, they're 
That's because they're bigger, ten times bigger in Canada, probably at least. Mm. Yeah, well, the the U.S. is also like worldwide, right? Like they're they're an empire, so like they gotta have like they're definitely an empire. Do they have yeah. a base in Greece? Uh, probably. Most people don't know. The United States has a base in almost every, what is it, 140 countries. There's only 197 countries, and they're in most of them. Yes. Yeah, I know. Well, they, they, they're also, the United States is also in control of all of, uh, like all the seas, right? So. Yeah. It's, that's, that's where they get, that's where they, that's where they have all their power. It's, they're, they're the ones who keep the free trade like flowing, right? It's that and the petrodollar. That's what makes the United States like an empire. If, if, uh, I was talking to somebody, like, if, if, uh, if Saudi Arabia dropped the petrodollar, that would do like huge, like harm to the United States, uh, empire. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not sure that's true. Because from what I heard, Canada is the number one supplier of oil to the U.S. And yes. I heard that we we just finished the pipeline from Alberta to Prince Rupert, where the Chinese, using Irish people, built a huge deep seaport, and they're going to turn that on soon. And so they're saying the oil will go to the highest bidder, and cheap oil will stop flowing the United States, it'll go to China probably, like all the other oil everywhere else in the world. So, but yeah, but I don't think that's how they're going to get yeah. Americans out of the car, increasing the price of petrol or gas. This is saying over there. The thing for me is though, like, yeah. it's uh, it's not about the actual. It's not really about the oil. It's more about like. Uh, how it has to be purchased in U.S. dollars, right? Because the U.S. dollar is basically worthless. The only thing that, that gives it value is uh, is that the you oil need it to buy oil. Dollars, yeah. Right? No, no, you're totally right. You're you're totally right. But except now, China is buying Russian oil with rubles, so that's that's coming apart. I think it's going to take a while to come apart, but it is coming apart. Yeah, be told. Just could be preparation for for a long time, like war, right? Um, if in a way, it's funny because like I'm kind of like I am sort of like a nationalist, right? Like I would prefer if Canada was more dependent on on itself rather than you know importing everything <laughs> from China. Those days are long gone. Well, not necessarily it, because I mean, if we do, if 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 the future is looking like we're going to eventually have a war with China, we have to start building stuff here. So that's, that's there's going to be no, there'll be no war with China. I'm actually interested in this topic because have you heard of someone named Adrian Arcan? I don't think so. Have you heard of someone named Ernst Zundel? No. Okay. These are people from the, okay. Adrian Arcan is from the thirties and forties. Okay. And he was a nationalist, and they threw him in jail all during all of World War Two. And Ernst Zundel met him in 1959, and that's where he got his nationalist ideas. And they threw Ernst out of the country after 40 years. And it's not because of his views on the Holocaust; it was because 
he was a nationalist because of Adrian Arcon. So my point is, the globalists own Canada. If you even talk nationalism, you're gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna have a good time. No, no, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you a hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's, that's, that's a huge threat because, you know, we're talking about globalists here, right? Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, these narratives flip constantly to go in favor of whatever the agenda is, right? So, uh, yeah. very quickly they could just, if, if the, if the plastic, uh, TV box, whatever in your living room tells you to start, uh, becoming a patriot nationalist overnight, people will start doing it, right? And the reason why they might do that is, you know, I, I believe these people are all globalists, but, uh, there's going to be, there's resistance, right? Like Russia and China are, we're going to resist globalism. If they are going to be in favor of globalism, they're going to want to be the leaders. And I don't really see Russia, China, and the United States kind of getting along. So there's going to be a power struggle there. And you simply, it's, it, it would be almost simply impossible to, to have a cold, like a actual cold war or hot war with China and still doing trade, right? Like the first thing that would happen is probably sanctions and all the stuff that we get, all the, all of our technology, our chips, all of our medication, everything like that, it all comes out of China. So we wouldn't really be able to survive without that. So what I'm saying kind of is, is, you know, and this will appeal to, to right wing people, like even as myself, right? Where they will, uh, they'll, they'll flip the narrative kind of, and they'll be like, oh yeah, like uh, Canada first kind of, uh, we need to start building here, blah, 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 this and that. But if they do that, chances are it's because they, they want to, eventually go to war with with china like or or something like that right that 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 would be very suspicious that like you know it's all of a sudden we're just like this great like nationalist like canadian pride like country or whatever right i think yon eric can tell you something about china china i don't think china's wholly owned by i think uh the anglo-american empire so that ain't happening do you think China's in, in control of, uh, is, you think America's in control of China? No. The owners of the system are in control of both entities. Set up with the same people. Russia also. They're merely characters for the, the global narrative, which huh? sort of propel us forward to the, to the agenda. Yes. Do you do you think that Russia or China have any special extra control over their central bank, or is that a lie too? No, they're all. I mean, they're all private. That's the linchpin that controls everything. Central bank. But you don't think Russia or China has any influence over their own central bank at all, Putin or? No, they have no control. IMF, both of them. Yeah. It's an illusion. It's totally an illusion, the whole thing. So yeah, they can't been do anything. We have been under the new world order since 1947, 1948, when the new system was set up. And now entering in, in, into the new world order, a new one. Mm. It just, uh, um, the system is just a reset. They do it every, every 70 years, actually. I, I would under, say as well. Under, under, the, under the laws of international bankruptcy, it's a 70 year cycle. Then they reset the system. They did last time in 1931 and then they did it 
in the 19, in 2001. I, I would say as well. I'm sorry, Jan, I was just going to say as, as, as well. I would say that the likes of this idea of globalism, really what globalism is, is the mere outgrowth, the mere um, conclusion of their um, vision for the world. And it, globalism is essentially um, the next stage of their encapsulation, their uh, crystallization of their power base. So they want this to create a system of global commerce. It's an old one. Yes, but it's it's almost like globalism is the epitome. They've reached the pinnacle of global power. They control yes. everything. And now we're yes. going into a transitionary era which will take us into the next phase that they envision for the world, which essentially is, uh, I mean, it's pure depopulation. That's ultimately what they want to themselves. Uh, A very simple system, similar to Plato's Callipolis or the Beautiful City, where you have three classes. Uh, In the middle, you, or at the top rather, you have the the, those made of gold, the homo deus, the god-men, the the cabal. Around them will be the the server class, and around that will be the, the managerial or the technician class, yeah. Yeah, the bu- the bureaucracy and the technician class, yeah, um, and that will be it. That's it. Ultimately, you have the less than one percent the owner class and the really elite on the top, and then the material class, which is about ten percent of the population, and the, and the people below them are, are just the serfs. That's us. Yeah, the wage yeah. slaves, the two-legged cattle, the herds. <laughs> the hordes. <laughs> well, well, ultimately, that's what civilization is, is for. It's definitionally a system for the the corralment and management, and thus exploitation of the human cattle. So, I, I think this is all it's sort a, of born out of the agricultural revolution. It's sort I call it agrarian systematization. So, everything you see around you, uh, all of the cities, all of the infrastructure. It, the, the the very system of employment, it is all set up um, to ensure that the cattle grow fat, they are exploited, and eventually, once the field, or, em- or in this case, empire or civilization, once the resources of that area, that sphere of influence, become exploited uh, to such a degree that it's near in a barren state, they then rotationally move to uh, another um, regional or geographic yeah. power base, say, let's yeah. move from the, the west to the east, China, yeah. Russia, and uh, yeah. let's exploit them for 250 years or 10 generations of 25 years, and then we shall destroy them, leave that field fallow. And, and you know, it, it, it's just a consistent cycle until until they get to the point where, again, uh, they, they can make that transition, that next leap technologically and otherwise to a system that's self-regulating that they no longer need as much as many human beings and they can create a world, a dominion a static dominion of of their own, a world dominion that's what I would say Absolutely. the people on top are parasites and they are leeches and yeah. they suck all the energy of the methods 
We are like batteries in the Matrix. But they're very interesting because it's very interesting because the parasite actually artificially creates its own host via fiat currency. It creates these civilizations and empires. So it's it's very strange. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, but it's a on top of on top of the currency, have all the financial instruments as well. Yeah, yeah. Instruments of trade. Oh, I mean, they're they're private. They're totally private. Central banks are private. I mean, the Federal they're Reserve has six, that's, that's, yeah, six secret stakeholders or shareholders behind it. So, yeah. Commerce, commerce is war. Yeah, yeah. And the warrior class are privateers. They are legalized. Pi- 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 piracy. We have land pirates and sea pirates. That's what we're ruling us. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is legal. It's their system. It's a Lex Mercatoria. It's a system of the merchants. Yeah. That's what well, it's, a, it's Venetian contract law, essentially. That's what a lot of it derives from. And that, that itself, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and obviously that goes back to a lot of the Semitic empires as well. Sorry, yeah. I just remember uh, it's a book from the 1600s written by a guy from uh, Spanish Netherlands. It's a really interesting one where it lays out how really bad this uh, system of law really is. Corrupt it is. It has nothing to do with real law. It's corrupt. And it's, it's for commerce. Exploitation. Mm-hmm. Throwing out energy. Sucking people dry. And leaving them. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they do. Yeah. Well, that, that's it. I mean, it, as well, the, the color of uh, money is green, so... That's the colour of death within, and spiritual unripeness within the esoteric. So everything that they do is, is, is predicated upon, again, like what you're saying, parasitically sapping the energy or the time from people. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I, I think as well, this is why they probably worship. They, they worship many archetypes, and I think they're all rolled into one, hence monotheism, but... I think they ultimately yeah. worship uh, Saturn. That's a, a, a primary a primary archetype that they worship, and it's this sort of chthonic Lord of the Earth character. Uh, you, you could call it the Demiurge or whatever, but it's a sure. father of time. It's a god of time. Ultimately, their god is a god of time. And mm. uh, they, they, they rule time. They rule the people world of time. And people don't understand it. They think that the means uh, 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 are the goals. The money is the mean, the power. It's not the goal. It's not what, what they don't need the money. The money is the main tool to extract the energy of the people to keep them down. Poverty is a tool. They want you to have no money. They don't need the money. People can't grasp that yeah. concept. Yeah, their their profit is the power. Is not the end. It's the means to to the end, and the end is power and control. Uh, yeah. Simple. It's not complicated. It, it's it's very much. Um, you're you're totally correct what you're saying, and and then that idea extrapolating out that commerce is warfare. When you essentially, yeah. when you essentially have say you have. Um, 
say you, you provide people this this bondage, right? This currency which they think has value, and they have confidence in its value, but really it's uh, merely a, a a source of receipt of bondage, right? The British East India Company set in Hong Kong and uh, Shanghai in the 1800s. Warships, military power. The, the, the force that the emperor is, yeah. is, 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 is to sneeze by, by bombarding him with warships. But the English did the same in Denmark and in the Napoleonic War with Copenhagen. It's, it's, it's nothing new to the With the English Civil War as well. You you had uh, the, the the sorts of ousting the the coup d'état that occurred against uh, the Stuart dynasty, and that was done yeah. primarily by a lot of the Rhine Valley uh, merchant class, should we say? I mean, we we have the correspondence uh, between them and obviously their agent Cromwell. Um, the, Oh, really? Ah, right. Okay. His, his title was uh, Cromwell, not his name. Ah. He wasn't yeah. a Venetian uh, nobleman. Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying Cromwell. King Henry the 1500s. Mm. It took over a lot of England. You have the, 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 the inner temple, the middle temple, and the outer temple is the British Isles. Set up by them. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yep. And the city of London is not a part of Great Britain. It's never been. John Eric, John Eric, have you seen um, Space Buster Steve's latest video that yeah, he discussed? Yeah, you don't agree with that? No. Uh, so he was he was talking about the Irish. I don't know, he was going right back to the be- what he said was the beginning, so... Oh, you don't agree with any of that, eh? No, it's was talking so about the Catholic Church. The institutions all around the world, it's the family that set up the institutions. They, they are means to an end with his power. The Catholic Church doesn't work for itself. The IMF doesn't work for itself. The US government doesn't work for itself. It works for the people who finance them and set them up. up as meaning means to an end, which is the world power. Increased world power already. They have it already. Simple. This is not complicated. So he was, yeah, so you think he was misleading or he's misled? He's misled. The Catholic Church lost all their power after Vatican II in 1960. They don't have any power. It's transferred to the, uh, the Bar Society and, and, and the Central Bankers. They had power before, but not anymore. It's, it's a relic. It's a, the institution doesn't wield any power anymore. It used to. Not anymore. It's out of commission. Now it's just a stage play. Yeah. You're listening to another the hour of Fakeologist Radio on interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is Derek from Rhode Island. You're listening to Fakeologist Audio at Fakeologist.com. Derek. And the Society of Jesus is not the army of the Pope. has never been. They killed one Pope and, uh, and almost killed another Pope to get to the Society of Jesus inside the Vatican. 
Vatican and hold the offices in uh, in the Vatican uh, church system. Any position except the Pope. The first insider from the outside. So Steve is way off. So you didn't see yeah, that, yeah. huh? I put that on. I put it on Faco too, but I, just, I wasn't sure. It's just I never heard his whole idea about Ireland and the Irish. Were I don't know. I can't remember what he said anymore, to be honest with you. But the Irish has been hated by the Venetians for a long time. They sent Cromwell there to fucking invade the country and take it over a long time ago. Yeah. Why do they hate the Irish so much? Because they used to be powerful and spiritual and uh, a good culture. You can't have that under the system. Everything has to be dark and evil, corrupt. Oh, and that's what he... Well, he was saying that then. Yeah, now I remember. And he was saying they wanted to kill the Gaelic language for that reason as well. Yeah. Yes. It's about eradicating anything that's good eh? and replacing it with something that is dark and destructive. Well, yeah, that, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. You, you have you seen have, the video, Silas? I haven't, no, no, but I, I do, I do agree with that point, that they've obviously okay. been trying to wipe out uh, Scots I, and the Irish. Scots are the Irish. I'm yeah. watch it. It's on Faco <laughs> Tube. Uh, I put on Faco Tube. City of London coined two terms, the, the, the Irish uh, problem and the Scottish problem. Now, the Irish solution and the Scottish solution, they, they have to eradicate them. They wanted to get rid of them, which they have. They have to destroy them by now. These were powerful people before. They were unru- un- impossible to rule. And you can't have that under this system. People have to uh-huh. obey and submit to the authority of the central powers. Well, they, don't say, they don't say the Jewish problem. The, the Jews, uh, the Jews. This is simple. The Jews can come out. If we rewind 250 years back, you wouldn't have any Jews outside the city walls of the merchant cities where the, 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 the business. All the Jews were inside there, inside the city walls. Outside the city wall, there were the Catholic Church, and there was uh, only Catholic people. No, no, no other religion. It was one religion outside. They, they were not allowed to step outside the walls. They did their business inside there. Okay. Otherwise, they'd be eaten alive? No. Because uh, the, the Pope, uh, the Dixie from, <laughs> uh, he, he introduced a papal bull that it was sin and illegal to do participate in trade and commerce for Catholics, so they were no trade outside the walls. Good for them, huh? So the Jews are inside the wall, sorry, why were they kept inside and not allowed outside? Because they could do commerce because they were not Christians, Catholics. Outside they were illegal. They could charge usury. Yes, exactly. But not the people around but it's, oh, It the, sounds a little like the Catholics. 
I was going to say, it sounds an awful lot like the Catholics were using the uh, the Jews as their as their uh, analogous to their uh, to their Shabbos goy. Well, the Jews are the, the what, what you could call it the the, the, the managerial class, but the merchants above, which are not Jewish. Well, they, they are kind of because they are, but not really. They, they, they have another Huh? What is the cult of Judah? Is that is that the cult that these owners are part of, or is what is that? Yeah, it, yeah, you can, you can give it many names, really. Have you ever heard of the cult of Judah? This power structure comes out of Asia. It's a not European one. These families are not European. They're Asian? Of course they're Asian. What what part of Asia? They would come up to what is now in the Middle East and uh, India and Iran. That part of the world. I also the hordes of the, the, the I, I trace them I, I trace them back to about to, to India Lothal Mahanjadero the Harappan yeah. civilization you're talking yeah, 4000 BC uh, yeah. yeah and I mean they were copper traders uh, primarily then they moved into bronze once the bronze age came to a close they they sort of began developing. They instituted or induced the late Bronze Age collapse um, yes. to ensure that they could destroy the competitors around them, it, it create a, a sort of um, to, to buy them time so they could then uh, ex, um, exploit and monopolize the the iron, the the burgeoning and emerging iron trade. Um, mm. And they began to develop at that point from the Hyksos or the Asia, which was another term for them. Again, where we get our term Asiatic from. They they were also called the Amar. That links to the Amorites or the yes. those who founded Babylon. And then they developed into essentially the kingdom of uh, Israel. The kingdom of Israel circa well, 1000 BC, 900 BC, something like that. Um, and then that divided into the northern kingdom of uh, of Israel, uh, the northern kingdom of Samara, or Israel, and obviously the southern kingdom of Judah. Um, yes. uh, the northern kingdom of Samara was desolated by their southern neighbours, um, and they are the minority Samaritans, uh, who exist nominally to this day, and obviously the kingdom of Judah became uh, Judaism and the Jews. And, the change uh, the, 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 the spending actually is, was called Sarmatia before. Look into it. Russia was called Sarmatia. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're t- yeah, and you're talking yeah. about that Scythian um, tribe, the uh, the Sarmatians. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, funnily enough, I mean, you look at uh, the Harappan civilization. Um, that was, I believe that predated the Aryan invasions. So, funnily enough, another reason they may hate Ireland and all of these other um, sort of Indo-European or Aryan peoples, including Iran itself. They really destroyed that country. 
that's really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, funnily enough, the Ireland as well, the Gaelic term for it is E-I-R-E, or air, which yeah. obviously derives from Aryan. I mean, it's it's the same root word. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. That's why they hate, that's that's why they hate all these people. So it goes, this goes back thousands of years. Um, I, I suspect, I don't, I don't know the, the full story. I mean, because we, pr- we don't really even have records. I mean, yeah, this is, uh, I think Steve was talking a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. I just tagged you guys with the link on FacoTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he was talking something about this, too. I think he's on to something. I never heard anyone talk about this before. That's why I thought I'd post it. Yeah. It's pretty I, interesting. I do agree. I, it's not the Jesuits. I mean, they're they're merely a branch of this, but... Um, the, the mm-hmm. Jesuits, yeah, they're set up um, by the nation to infiltrate the Catholic Church. Actually, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ignatius Loyola as well was a Kabbalist. He was, if you read his uh, spiritual exercises and other, I mean, other works that he brought out. Um, yeah, he was not a Christian, I and mean, he, he was a soldier as well. He was a merchant, mm-hmm. uh, a mercenary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you uh, arms, um, arms, arms for hire. Ah, uh, yeah, and the, that's uh, why he was, was uh, wounded. He was hit by a cannonball in battle. Mm-hmm. I, I would say when you trace this back, all of these various, at least the revealed religions, it's it's not. I mean, it's not really even Judaism. You couldn't call it Judaism because it predates it. So, and I mean, I can, I can. I think I can prove that conclusively. I've got several books coming out. The first one, that Blood on the Sand, that shows the Amorite connection. I will, the last one I'm going to release on the Asuras, um, and the Asura, Asura worshipping cults within, you know, of these merchant class, of this merchant class within uh, the Harappan civilization, I think that proves pretty conclusively that this goes back well I mean, Judaism is merely a mask that it wears, along with Catholicism, the Jesuits. It's, it's merely, if you were to think of it, it's concentric circles. That is the Absolutely. way a conspiracy is formed. So it's, yeah. at the truth, there is, uh, pardon me, at the centre is the truth of it all, of who is in control, and everything that is um, that radiates out from that in, its concentric ma- in this concentric manner, this concentric structure, is to make hazy, is to confuse, to uh, mystify that centre. Um, uh, a veil, if you will. Multiple veils, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The hidden. hidden. Everyone wants to know who's in control, and we can never get an answer. These merchants, they've always been in control. They run the money system. They they run the flow of energy. But what's their names? Where are they? Where can we visit them? That's what people want. They have, uh, they have, uh, <laughs> in the late 1700s, early 1800s, they just disappeared. Wow. I, I would say, if you were to name them, you can, now, if you understand the, the hidden meaning of Zion, Zion mm, yeah. derives from a composite word, I've went over this many times, that, it essentially means the holy place of the barren land or the holy pillar of the barren land. And this yeah. is, it really encapsulates in a, in a sort of sequestered manner 
what they desire. They desire a depopulated world, right? The holy place of the barren land, the new Jerusalem or the new Atlantis that's mm-hmm. uh, within a, a sort of a veritable, veritable utopia and a depopulated utopia. A bit like the Garden sure. of Eden or what have you. But they, uh, you can call them really the the elders of Zion or you could call them the secret society of Moshe or Moses slash, slash Akhenaten. I mean, it's the secret line of that. Um, they they well, are... And then, and then they were called the patrician clause, and there was uh, like 15, 16 families, and then 11 of them were yeah. in, in, the, in, the, in the council that run Venice. 11 families. In, in the new book that I have coming out, I, I trace that secret society, or that secret line of Moses, or sl- you know, slash Akhenaten. This goes back to the Hyksos invasions of Egypt, which is officially roughly 1300 BC or so. Uh, pardon me, 1500 BC to about 1300 BC. And it sh- um, I trace to, uh, around about 600 BC, we have the, f- the first two Banking families that are off that line called the House Agibi and House Marashi. This is 600 BC in the Neo-Babylonian Empire. So this is after yes. the Babylonian Exodus, or roughly about that time. They essentially established the first fiat currency system and the first um, a credit system for international, facilitating international trade. Right. Yep. So the sort of systems of IOUs and they became the middlemen and, and very wealthy and they controlled political power through these levers. But you can then sure. t- take them and trace them or um, trace, tra- yeah, you can trace them all the way, you know, down the years, down the centuries to the Radonite families who became the major Frankfurt um, and Venetian, um, um, you know, central banking families. Um, yeah. After after the Spanish Inquisition, uh, and yeah, just before as well. Yeah, in the later years, you can they can uh, they came to the surface as the Dutch India uh, Dutch East India Company yeah. and the British East India Company as and as the Levant Company and the Venice Company. Yeah. yeah bingo, bingo. Yeah, yeah. That that was essentially the Levant Company. Huh? Did you say the Levant Company? The Levant Company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Levant is what is the uh, area around Israel, right? Yes, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the with the with the with the, with the Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what uh, this guy, this this dumpster diver guy from Estonia, was saying was, he says that the Jews today have nothing to do with the Levant; they're Eastern Europeans. Yeah, that I, I don't. They're not Semites at all. They're not I, Semites. See, I, I personally don't ascribe any. I don't ascribe any value to that theory. That's the Kazarian theory, and it's okay. It's um, essentially it's something that Christians have created to ensure that they can still believe in the Old Testament or still, you know, ascribe value to it. Um, because ultimately, mm-hmm. within the Old Testament. It dis- it's very uh, ethnocentric in terms of how it views the what you know what it calls the nations or the Gentiles. So 
if you can essentially state, or you know, in a roundabout way, that the modern modern Jews are the what are also called the Zadik, which is the sort of um, cabal that we are talking about right now. Um, if you can state that Yo, they are Yo, not Yo, Jewish, Yehuda is an original mm. word for Jew. Yeah, Yehuda it means uh, to unite or uniter from its uh, root, which is interesting. And, it, <laughs> it came it out of, and the religion came out of Babylon a long time ago. Yeah, the, the, the Amorite. Yes. Yep, bingo. Yeah. So I mean, this, this is the Levad. The Levad is a, an approximate historical geographical term. Referring to a large area in the eastern Mediterranean, Mediterranean region of West Asia and core yes, territory of the political term Middle East. Yes, about commerce. The, that's commerce? why I had the Crusades Orpah, because I wanted to control the Levant. To, to, yeah. They set up an arm to, to, to invade there, so that they control, control the Silk uh, Road to, to the commerce. Well, it's not just the Silk Road, remember, it's the, the, you have the Red Sea. It's basically about three or four trade routes that actually converge on that point. Um, yes. But the place is a total so, barren desert. <laughs> There's no other reason you would want to control it other than the commerce. So you're totally, yeah, you're correct, yeah. They said yes. it's it's an Italian, was used for Italian maritime commerce in the eastern Mediterranean, including Greece, Anatolia, Syria, Palestine, and Egypt. That is the lands mm-hmm. east of Venice. Correct. Yeah. The Levant Company, they, they were based on the city of London. I used to have a book by them, but uh, I lost it. Levant is Italian for rising, implying yes. the rising of the sun in the east, and is yeah. broadly equivalent to the term al-Nashrik, Arabic meaning the eastern place where the sun rises. The United States and was right. by the, the Virginia Company. It's also commerce. That's what they settled on. Yeah. It says in 1581, England set up the Levant Company to trade with the Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm. Exactly, I told you so already. I know, I know, I know. You talk. <laughs> You're like a Wikipedia. <laughs> I am. I'm just reading it. Sometimes it's harder to understand when I just hear bits and pieces, but when it's all in a passage here, I'll put the link in the show notes so I can put these in uh, the show notes for today's audio chat. What a blockbuster audio chat! What a star lineup today. It's yes. uh, Saturday, March the 2nd, 2024. It's great when we get people like Silas meeting Jan Eric, two great minds. I was going really... to recruit him in the first place. Pardon, say again? I was only recruited him into here. I contacted him over his bit shoot channel a long time ago. I drew him in. I can't remember that. You drew who in? Yes. Sorry? Who did you do? Chris? Me. Yes. Oh, you brought Silas here. Yeah, many, many, many years ago. Yes. Oh, got it. How did you I find Silas in the first place? I found him on BitChute, and this is a guy that I'm really, really interested to talk to, because he's a good researcher. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, he is a good researcher. I needed someone on my I level <laughs> to talk to. <laughs> oh, you needed someone to talk to. Yeah, none of us... None of us dummies really can keep up to your level. You're right. Silas is at a higher level for sure. I said that Arman, earlier. Yeah, you know, Arman, Arman is, is very clever also. It's done really good. Arman's pretty good. high. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, I did an episode with Arman uh, like, oh, 10 years ago on Psychologist. 
But the oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, Armin is really good. He's yeah. very. All you guys are good. Every, everyone has their own talent. Everyone brings their own uh, unique blend to the Fakeologist Network. It's a very unique place. It is. Very amazing place, really. It's always fun. And we all owe it to Toby. I started with Hulkbusters and I didn't have to Fakeologist. That is true. You were a Hulkbuster first, that's right. But he went up and died, so nothing we can yeah. do over there now. Chris Kendall mm-hmm. supposedly died. That's right. That's right. He's gone. And he left at the wrong time. He should have stayed around for COVID. It's, I don't know why he would, uh, leave at that time, you know? Not up, not mm. a very good time to leave. If he did it on purpose, that is. Mm. What's your suspicion, Jan Eric? You knew Chris pretty good. You think he, uh, did a quick exit or was it an accident? Uh, I'm leaning towards an accident. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. What did he die yeah, maybe. What did he die of? He had an accident in the ladder, I think, and cut his uh, leg open. Hmm. That's what I yeah, thought. but then I heard maybe he shot himself in the leg. I don't know, but he, he bled out through the leg. Yeah. He bled out. He exsanguinated. Exsanguination. You know who else exsanguinated? The guy, That's Jeff Bauman, in the Boston bombing. Right. Oh. Yeah, the Boston bombing was a definite hoax, but that was where we learned about the term exsanguination. I never heard of it before. I dissected the thing. I pulled it apart. You pulled apart the Boston bombing? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Just a few hours after it happened. Chris, oh, wow. Yeah. There were yeah, no blast waves. There, 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 there were no shrapnel. There were nothing. There were nothing. That was not a real bomb blast. It was, I even said there was pirates. Was that real? It was a drill. It was fake. It was probably a fake. Street theater. 100% fake. No, street theater. Yes. <laughs> All right. You had the producers and the directors <laughs> right on. Yeah, you could see them mm. with the fucking clipboard yeah. and so on, directing people. Plus, they were special colors, special jackets. And you had the first like, lockdown also. Well, what did they call it? Uh, uh, what, what's the term they used in 2013? Uh, it was characterized no, as a pandemic. No, yeah. it's just, uh, the 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 hoax. They called it uh, when they locked people inside their houses. They couldn't go out. Yeah, uh, the lockdown. Lockdown. Lockstep. No, I can't remember. Restrictions. Restrictions. No, oh, Silas has to go. Okay, so see it's late. It's late in Europe now. Nah, it's only uh, five thirty. No, no, it's late here. I mean, so it's twenty minutes past midnight. Did you go to bed, Jan? I heard. No, 
<laughs> he he stays up all night. He sleeps in the day. Probably too yeah, hot Eric, in the day. Do you smoke weed? Weed. Smoke some weed. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not legal here. We don't. I'm surprised. Even if he did, well, he's not going to say. If, if he did, he's not going to say when he's in a Asian country. Are you kidding? Are you trying to get the guy in trouble? In Thailand, it's totally legal. For the time being. Here in Malaysia, you get a fucking death sentence if you're caught with a serious amount of drugs. Yeah. Death sentence? Do you really, th- yeah. do you really think they kill people over it? Yeah, I think they do, yeah. Wow. That's that's harsh. Toby, you oh, can't yeah. go over there. No, I won't. I won't go there. Oh. Toby, you better just stay put in your room in Copenhagen. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to Thailand. And it's leaving there for, for the time being. I don't know. to change it now. Um, we get to do Spencer on every corner now in Bangkok. It's crazy. It's bad, eh? I, I'm I'm against it myself. Yeah, you get have stupid you, by smoking too much. It's not. Have you seen the movie Midnight Express? Have you seen it? Yes, it's in Turkey. Mm. It's, he's in a Turkish prison. Prison about uh. Yeah, you, you don't want to go. You don't want to go to uh, prison in Asia. It's really hard. It's not like um, it. Is is the hotel? No. I know in Thailand uh, they put so many people in the cell so they have to do they have to, 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 to not uh, they sleep on the floor and uh, they have to do it like in, in, in turn because it's not enough space for everyone to sleep at the same time so yeah that's like having what they call a shared bed Sharing a yeah. bed. That, that, that can't be nice. That's not nice. There are rooms you can rent, I guess. There's, yeah. It's like 15 people in a, in a, in a, in a 100 square feet to sell it. That's nasty. That's real nasty. I yeah. need a whole house. I need, I need, I need a lot of room. I need Lebensraum. <laughs> don't go to prison in Asia, man. <laughs> how, about, how about I? How about I just don't go to Asia? Period. <laughs> no, Asia is not as, as long as you follow the law. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, that's true. Asians are really obedient. There's not much crime here. I have friends, no, but there's not many of them. No, not too many pickpockets, gypsies, no. and such. No, no, it's little crime. They might steal your cell phone or something, or your watch, or your backpack, or whatever, but uh, there's a n- not much serious crime here. It's quite safe. Okay. Well, that's good. Are you ever? Do you ever go back to Norway, or...? Yeah. Norway. Norway's dead, do you? Yeah, I'm tired of winter. I had enough. Yeah. I get you, I get you. You're talking to a Canadian, I'm tired of winter too. Yeah, it's similar to Norway. Yeah, winter in Norway is longer though. At, at least. Oh yeah. 
compared to Toronto. You were from Bergen, right? Bergen, yeah, Bergen is um, in the dark for nine months. Bergen, no, 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 it's, uh, it's no, no. Bergen, uh, it's the uh, it's in the west, southwest, and they have a, they have the Gulf Stream. So you don't have a much winter there. Oh, okay. Isn't that where you were from, though? No, I'm from the north. North of the Arctic Circle. Hmm. How many degrees Seven. north? Seventy-two. Wow. Hold on, and the Arctic Circle is sixty degrees, right? Am I right? Oh, I can't remember now. I think it's seventy something, isn't it? Oh, it's sixty. Oh, it's maybe sixty something. It's just north of the Arctic Circle. Jan Eric is from Boulder. Bodo. Yes, B-O-D-O. Well, I'm looking it up. Oh, my God. But that is so far north, it's crazy. But yes, it is. And you have people living in, uh, to the 71st degree, uh, way up north. Yeah. What do they do up there? Back in the winter, yeah. Not what do people in Bodo do? Uh, the, the three, uh, the, the northern part of Norway has less than half a million people altogether, so not much people live there. Well, what do they do? Well, they work for the government or fisheries or a little bit of industry. Mm. And, uh, salmon farming, big, big, perfect place. Not many people. They have a soccer team, Bodø Klimt. Yeah, they have been doing really well. It's crazy. There's only 41,000 people in Bodø. No, no so more like 50 something now. It's old numbers. Oh, okay. But I don't believe in the numbers, anyways. No. I think they're inflated. Yeah, no way there are 8 billion people in the world. Uh, I would think more like between one and one and a half. Americans think there's over 400 million Americans because they think 100 million are illegal. Isn't it 450? Yeah. Indonesia also has most countries numbers are exaggerated. I'm talking, yeah. It's a problem. There's not a billion people in fucking China. There was uh, 200 million people there like a uh, hundred years ago. Oh, wait. Well, it was 150 maybe. I read, read the book. I think this lying about population size is... Uh, they started with that uh, after the Second World War, really. So that was not, not, not a thing. Said Bodo is one of the northernmost cities in the world, and the only and the only one inside the Arctic Circle with a four with a temperate four season climate. True, Your four seasons. Yes, where I am now, it's two seasons: it's dry season and wet season. I prefer it. <laughs> right. I don't mind the rain when it's hot outside; it doesn't matter. When it's 
raining in Norway and it's like six, seven, eight degrees. That, that's uncomfortable. Not here. More like a ah. temperature shower. Is the population in Norway collapsing too right now? Oh, absolutely. The birth rate is really low. It's one point something. You need 2.2 to maintain the population, so. Yeah. Yeah, the depopulation de uh, thing is going really well for them. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the, the goal is 500 million, as I said, on, on the Georgia Guidestone. So if you're 1.5 now, now, they can reach this within one generation. Or two generations. Yeah, you're 67 three. degrees north. 67 it's degrees it. north in Bodo. Yeah. See, Toronto's 43. 43 north. Yeah. We're quite yeah, it's, nine of, it's nine months of winter. I call it nine months of winter because spring and fall is fucking freezing cold. Even summers can be really cold as well. Maximum degree in the summer can be as low as like 15 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. Easy. So, not for me. The main problem is the darkness. Yeah, in the winter, yeah. Yeah, the sun is away for like five weeks. Below the horizon. But luckily, global warming is helping, it says here. Right. I think it's in every Wikipedia article. Recent warming. <laughs> yeah. If you make the lie big enough and repeat it enough, eventually most people will believe in it. So, simple. Actually, if you see the historical records, when the, the, the climate is, is warmer, uh, people flourish. Uh, the, the life is really good on Earth. It's, it's in the cold periods uh, with all the problems. But they can of tell course. people uh, that uh, the climate is getting warmer. It's, it's a bad thing. It's it's, a, it's an inversion of, of what is true, though. Mm-hmm. Cold is bad. Warm is good. This was common knowledge like 50 years ago. People don't know that shit anymore. <laughs> N- nothing works in the cold. Nothing. Not even your no. hands. No, it's awful. I mean, the, the, the crops are small and the crops are big. Animals flourish and humans flourish. So warm, warm climate is good. The daily, in July, the daily, the daily mean high is 13.6. Correct. That's no good. No, it's a fucking cold. I, I actually, Sorry, that's the daily, that's the daily mean, I should say. The mean daily maximum in July is 17 Celsius. That's terrible. Yes. I actually think uh, humans flourish more in the cold than the than the warm. Not true. Well, how cold? Well, see, I, I think definitely uh, the cold creates... Uh, it puts you in a situation where you have to become more technological advanced in order to survive. That's um, true. Yeah. 
that's why I think Africa, places like that, they're they're so far behind because they they don't have to adjust, right? Uh, winters, it's very uh, very hard to survive, so you have to come up with like innovative ideas uh, to survive. So. I think in a way, like me personally, I would prefer to live in, in the hot weather because I'm not, you know, trying to invent anything. I'm not trying to like struggle too much, right? But, uh, I prefer more heating, but. Morton is quite warm. They, they don't have much winter. It's almost in Africa. Pardon me? Malta is, uh, is warm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Malta it's like, is. It's really near Africa. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's very close. You could take a boat to Africa in like two hours. Yes. According to Wikipedia, it's part of the Levant. Sure. Uh, well, Maltese is actually a form of uh, form of Arabic. I'm pretty sure. Like, it's the language. Yes, it is. Is, yeah, the language is kind of like it's weird. It's kind of like a mix between Italian and Arabic. If well, the Venetians run that island. That's nice of Malta. It's one of the islands that are operated out of Cyprus, and uh, they are all, all the Mediterranean islands. They have to control them to control commerce. And those are the and waypoints for the ships. Yeah, fortified also, yeah. Hmm. We had a rivalry between the Genoa and Venice, so they, yeah. they divided the islands between them. General lost. And then, they were the ones financing the Spanish Empire. The Venetians financed the British Empire and the Dutch Empire. Simple. Really, really big money. No, not small money. No, not billions. Trillions. Baklava, you can see that the fakeologist site is quite large. It's not just a Discord. Yeah, I've been going through the website a little bit. It, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I, I've never never heard of uh, this community before, but uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, yeah, we have twenty three hundred different shows. Oh wow, Unless that's crazy! Thousands of hours. Wow, this is. Yeah. This is audio chat number thirteen sixty six, I believe. So is this is this like a twenty four hour like show, like live stream show kind of thing, or is it scheduled? Yeah. yeah. No, it's mostly random, but most people show up on the weekend. Oh, okay, but the, the stream is like the stream on the website is running twenty four hours, and then people just come on and just general yeah. chat, I think. Yeah, that's that's cool. I, I like the concept of that. It's a kind of like public access TV, sort of, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have yeah. to make sure. There are people from other countries, all the way from Australia to America, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We covered the first what, four hours. So what, what, is, what defines, like, what is a fakeologist, and, like, what would you define that as? Study of deception. So. Would you guys like? I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to figure out. Would you? Do you guys like subscribe to like the simulation theory and stuff like that? Or no? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've heard of it. That's John LeBond's. He talks about stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. 
what what is your what is your view on nine eleven? I never really got a chance to to ask you guys what is uh, your the narrative. Well, that was that was definitely a simulation. That was a movie with some on the ground movements and deceptions to make it seem like something was happening, but very little happened on the ground other than the demolition of two buildings. Okay, that were blocked off. So the area was blocked off like any other demolition. Right. And once they blocked it off the night before in the morning, they started the movie. And they took the buildings down sometime in the day under a giant smoke screen. They did the same and also in uh, on, uh, the Oslo thing. They had the military uh, exercises in there. So, so the view on 9 is that it was a movie set, basically? Like a... Yeah, there was nobody, there was, there was no one in lower Manhattan that day. It was blocked off the night before. No one was allowed in. They cleared the area. They started a movie. And they did a little pre-demolition for anyone. Smoke machines. Could have been watching. Yeah, the main thing was the smoke machines though. So you couldn't see anything. And a little pyrotechnics maybe. Yes, some explosions with a lot of uh, the fireballs. Right. So, the tower. Yeah. but the buildings, the buildings did like collapse, though, right? It's, like they were brought down with controlled demolition, like any other building. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there was no airplane that the airplane was like CGI or something. Yes. Yeah, you watched a movie. And it wasn't even a good movie. It was very low graph, very low graphics. Sega Genesis graphics. Yeah, we're bad. So what about like yeah, the, the graphics? Yeah. What What about like the the citizens, like the random people that said like they saw it, and, like or they were there, or they had like a family member that died? Actors. Yes. All actors. Some of them are lifetime actors. Absolutely. They're given so, a role. There's it, not it, that many it, lifetime it, actors, only a few of them. You, you don't need that many. What about the, the fire like the fire departments and stuff like that? Like What about them? I think I think Masons. <laughs> <laughs> I would say some of them some of them were probably real in the sense that they were part of the fire. Paul, is there, others were actors. Is there is there a lot of people that will will say that uh, they like that Lower Manhattan was blocked off and stuff like that? Is there is there people who a lot of people that come out and say like I couldn't get to work that day or because there was more than just people who work at the World Trade Centers, right? There's people who work at shops, uh, restaurants. Yeah. Is there like people who said? Well, the problem is, who would they tell? No, I, I, sure. I, I yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, it's a military exercise. They, they block off a, uh, city and all, all people will comply because it's, because it's not national security, it's about, uh, saving it. You remember what happened in Toronto when the G20 came to town? They blocked off the whole downtown. Exactly. It's easy. Yeah, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you can't block, I, of course, I, I'm not saying you can't yeah. block off an area. Um, 
I, and I'm not yeah. necessarily I'm not necessarily like disagreeing with you guys or anything. No, we're okay to be challenged. You, we don't. I don't mind. These are good questions. Well, I'm asking questions yeah. because in order for me to to believe the narrative, that's how you understand. Questioning yeah. is the is the route to understanding. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're not being, we're not taking any offense. We've heard okay. these questions yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. Ask us as hard a question as you can. You've got the best of the best here. Yeah, no, I'm also interested because I've heard, you know, I've heard this theory a little bit before. I've heard somebody talk about how that uh, it was, like, fake, but I, she was also saying just some, I don't know, some other stuff. I can't remember. It was a long time ago, but. Uh, she probably she, didn't know what she was talking about. Well, I think, I think she was—I think she was literally just like schizophrenic or something like that. Um, <laughs> well, none of us are schizophrenic. No, no, no. no I'm not—I'm not—I'm not at all saying that. That's why I'm. Yeah, uh, I, it's, it's We're all pretty uh, sane. It's—it's a no. I mean, it's—it's it's a fair—it's a fair thing to to say. I—I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not at all dismissing it, but yeah. you know, well, you shouldn't because it's—it's—it's probably the truth. Yeah, I just we don't know what happened for sure. We just know what didn't happen. So if you take away all the things, well, what? Why would, why would that they they wouldn't really have a problem uh, sacrificing a couple thousand people to to push a narrative? Like why? If these are all people who you know want to uh, advance these agendas, like you know, new world order agendas, population agendas, stuff like that. Why would they no. care? Why, why would why would they care if like three thousand people died and like a couple hundred firemen, whatever? What, what, why would they need to uh, save these? Make sure nobody gets hurt just to hurt people in the future, right? Well, why would you do it if you didn't have to do it? That's the better question. Why would you kill people if you didn't have to? But only to kill people in the future, though, right? If if this is a if this is an agenda to push, uh, to push. Well, like I heard this recently. Recently, I heard that whoever these people are, they don't kill people. They set you up. They set the people they want to get rid of to kill each other. It's way more efficient. It's way better. And uh, maybe there's some religious reason for it, where they just say, "Hey, nobody forced anyone to take the vaccine." No one forced anyone. Now, well, they intimidated the hell out of you, but they didn't force anyone. Everyone made their own decision. That's a, that's a solid yeah. point. That's a solid point, because uh, that's that's what Satan does, right? S- Satan uh, like makes you... Well, whoever it is, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I'm, I'm religious, like I'm Christian, uh, and that, that that is, you know, I've, I've actually... Uh, use that reason before of like, you know, you have to voluntarily do it yourself. Like that's how, that's how Satan works. Right. Uh, you, and, and it's true. Yeah. It's like you know, a lot of people, um, they, a lot of people, they will blame, Oh, like, uh, that, you know, they'll say, Oh, the Jews are doing this to me and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, well, nobody's always the Jews. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, whatever you, whatever you think about them, I'm not defending them. I'm definitely not defending them, but, uh, at the same time, at the end of the day, it's like you're the one who is also participating in this, right? So, 
you know, if you don't, you know, like the people who run the banks and don't take a loan, right? If you're going to complain about it yeah. or whatever, you're going to be... If you don't like, it. yeah, if you don't like Facebook, why are you logged on? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I totally, I totally agree. Actually, I totally agree with, uh, you know, that it's, they set this up where, uh, you know, they're, they're not coming at you holding a gun to your head and like shooting you. Right. But no, they'll hand you the gun though. Yeah. 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 You need a gun. They'll give it to you. Here, use this. Well, they'll <laughs> give you every possible thing in the world to, uh, yeah, yeah, they'll tempt you. So you do it yourself. So it's self harm, basically, like all the food. Yeah. Uh, smoking. Yeah. Smoking is the main method. Smoking. Slow kill. Slow kill. Slow kill. Yeah. yeah. Just slowly by, uh, by well, pharmaceuticals and toxic food yeah. and so on. Yeah, it's what it's what's interesting is that it's. Uh, see, what I find that's kind of interesting too is the slow kill actually pays off more in the long run because the slow yes. kill doesn't put people in a panic where they start to try to repopulate very quickly. A lot of these people are slowly dying and they're not reproducing, right? When you see oh, like uh, when, when people when they're people are brought with like a, a crisis directly at you, right? When you look at all these places that have high population rates. They are in the middle of like a, a actual crisis, right? Uh, they're they're living in very poor countries where they have to have like seven or eight children. Um, you know, when you so look at five survive, they need eight children, so four survive. That's what it is. Yeah, and it also just it's almost more of like an instinctive thing too. Um, like you know, when you look at North America, uh, when you look at the Great Depression era and stuff like that, that's you know people were having tons of children, right? Two generations ago, like. There was lots of uh, lots of children. I think that had more to do with the pill, though. The number one thing, the number one depopulation item I contend was the pill. Oh, you're saying like birth control? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's a huge part. But also, I I I think uh, see, I used to be kind of like pro capitalist or whatever. Um, I'm not so much anymore because I also believe that like uh, people are just too comfortable to to want to have children. They don't want to inconvenience themselves, right? Uh, a lot of young couples yeah. and stuff like that, people my age, they would rather go out to the bar, uh, you know, they would rather watch Netflix and order uh, food and stuff like that, go to restaurants. Um, They'd rather get a dog because they can give the dog back. Yeah, and you can leave the dog for whatever it's, you know... Um, yeah, they'll use the dog to kind of fulfill that. Like, uh, especially women will do that. Women will do that. When I saw my neighbor walking a very a strangely shaped stroller, after I walked by, I realized there was a dog in there, and it just it just ruined my day. I thought, here's a perfectly fertile woman walking down the street. There's something wrong with this stroller, and then I realized there was a dog in there. Yeah, I'm seeing that like quite a bit. It's disturbing. That, that hurt. That that depressed me because then you realize that there might not be. The last... Yeah, you might not yeah. be. You might not be recovering from that one. That's uh, yeah. Well, it just it just means in 20 years there'll be no one pushing a stroller from around here. With a human, don't see that. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah. That person yeah. won't. That person won't have a child pushing their own stroller because. 
They won't be here. They won't exist. Yeah. Because she's yeah. busy pushing a dog around. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, I don't think people realize how difficult it is. Like, it's, you know, it's funny because I, as the years kind of progress and yeah. stuff like that, I realized how much of a miracle it actually is to, to have a child. Um, oh, yeah. you know, just to, especially to fight all of the, temptations and everything now and all the excuses now it's just mostly excuses because people will say oh and this is like the biggest thing too right is uh oh the economy is so bad right? i can't have a child because the economy is so bad but like, yeah. I just, like i just said like okay in the 1930s like people were having 10 children and you know under one roof and uh you know they were eating cans of beans every night or whatever and it's like yeah. even if you're even if you're poor your kid is gonna like you're gonna have your kid's gonna grow up with a lot more material items than, your, like, child, your child won't know it's poor until it needs other children right and that, that doesn't happen right away if right. If, if ever if ever right. you and know it's, and it's you can keep them away yeah yeah and it, it's all it is it's what i'm saying is is that for the younger generation it's just an inconvenience right and yeah. how many are, how many children do you have I don't have any children. I, I want to have. I, I want to have as many children as possible. Though I know. Well, you better get busy because you're yeah. running out of time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not picking on you because I. I can only pick on my own children because I say, listen. You don't start early. It's not going to happen. Especially yeah. for women. Women think. Women have the world upside down given to them. So. Yeah. Once they realize they want children, it may be too late. It, it almost almost always is too late. Yeah, in North I America. Know. I know. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of things that are making people uh, sterile and stuff like that too. So even if you you know decide you want to have children, you want to like overcome all this propaganda of like, oh, you know, don't have a child, whatever. The you know. Uh, on top of that, I have friends that are, you know, that are starting to have uh, kids or they're starting to try to have kids and it's not working out the way they thought it would, right? They just thought, okay, you know, I'll start having like uh, sex for the purpose of reproducing and it turns yeah, out that it it, it's, not yeah. it's not working, yeah. right? It doesn't happen overnight. It's When you're yeah. 16, you can just look at a girl and she'll become pregnant, but when you're 30... Yeah, especially if a woman's had an abortion, oh, good luck. It's not. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's also. Not, I mean, uh, it's not good. And it's also just, you know, it's uh, how we take care of ourselves, too. Like, uh, you know, the food that we eat. Um, I, I I think, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I have, a, I have a, a theory that, like, you know, men keeping cell phones in their pocket next to their genitals for since the age of like 14, 15 years old uh, is probably not doing anything good for your uh, reproductive organs. You know, no. I don't, I don't think that's good at all. Having, you know, constant cellular, uh, whatever you call it, uh, you know, constantly. I think the worst thing is the vaccine though. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I never took the vaccine. I never, never will. Like, uh, but Smart. You know, I know people that didn't take the vaccine. That's that also struggled really hard with with having uh, a child. 
Um, because, you know, it's the preservatives in the food. It's, you know, we've been the fast food and everything, right? A lot of this stuff is, um, things that have been going on for like the past, the lifestyle we've been living in the last, say, 25 years is starting to catch up a little bit. Um, it's like, you know, it's like in the fifties and sixties, uh, seventies where they're like, Oh, you know, smoking's fine. It's good for you, whatever. And yeah. then now it's like, now the narrative, it's like, Hey, the, we all know that it's not right. Uh, no, it's not too good. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, now, now it's like, uh, it's, I would say eventually, you know, it's going to come out that like the technology will already be way more advanced by then. But in 20 years, it will be like, I can't believe like these guys had these old crappy cell phones in their pocket next to their, you know, genitals, <laughs> you know, and all day long, like all day long, uh, you know, because we're, we're going to see how, how much, how bad that is for, for us. I, I, I think, um, you know. There's people who who have who are who have their cell phone on them, like twenty four seven. They even sleep with their cell phone under their pillow, right? This is uh, radiation and stuff like that. You're constantly your your body's constantly attracting like radiation. Like that, that cannot be good. You know the the wireless headphones. You know. I see that uh, Mr. John Eric dropped out. Yeah, yeah, the cell phone. Um, I think there's the receiving RF signals. They're probably just as strong as the sending ones. I don't. I think we're bathed in RF now. I agree. It's probably not any good, but it's not going away, and there's nowhere to run unless you get a cabin in the woods where there's no cell phone tower. Good luck. Good yeah, luck no, I, no I, I agree. It's not something that uh, we could definitely do. But I, do I, I, I got a bunch of uh, repeaters in my house. My theory is reverse. If you have more repeaters and you have many wireless devices, the signal can be a lot weaker. Because the signal does turn itself up when uh, it's trying to connect to something distant to it. So that's my theory, anyway. Yeah, I mean, wrong, but well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not. I don't go around like I'm not. I don't think about this all the time. I'm not paranoid about it. I, for me, it's like if this is just how I feel, right? Uh, for me, it's just like if this is the case, like whatever. It's not much I can do about it. Uh, it's already. I'm, it's already I'm another hour hard. of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Bonjour, c'est François de Belgique. Vous écoutez l'audio de Fakeologist sur le site Fakeologist.com.
Yeah, we're back with, uh, what day is it today? It is Saturday, March the 2nd, 2024. I'm in the live stream with um, baklava, which I think is some kind of uh, Greek dessert. Or is it yeah. a sandwich? I forget. It's a dessert, yeah. I thought it was a dessert. Yeah. I haven't seen a baklava in a long time. <laughs> yeah. They My call Greek me- friend always used to call me Malaka. What does that mean, anyway? Malaka? What was he telling me? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not an asshole. Right? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> asshole. Yeah, I thought he was calling me an asshole. I always say, hey, Malaka, how you doing? Yeah, well, I mean, Greek people are assholes anyways, so. I got no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to generalize people. No, no, no. I don't no, think no. you can do that. In Canada, you can't do that. It's not. No, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just joking, but. No, I think, I think people, I think people are great. Individuals are bad. Yeah, no, no, can be bad. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I don't have a problem with anybody. I, I, yeah, I mean, I Well, I do. I got one guy calling me every day, leaving me rude messages, so. I'm gonna play him one day, cause. There are bad people out there. Believe me. When you're yeah. on a website, they uh, show up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that for sure. And that's why I use a pseudonym for anyone who cares, because the people that rule over us, they know who I am, but it's the random asswipe that comes by. I don't I don't need to make it easy for them to harass me and my family. Radical, so. radical people. It's yeah. not, I'm not I'm not hiding from CSIS. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not actually doing anything wrong or saying anything bad or anything contravening any laws ever. It's just the the odd cuckoo banana guy that comes by and somehow could possibly say they got incited from my website, which, well, if you, you talk have to me, is impossible. When you have a family, too, it's you got to be extra careful. Um Absolutely. Yeah, I, it's just from it's just from uh, harassment. I don't think there's anyone trying to take anyone out. It's just the, the harassment. We live live such peaceful, docile lives in the West that just just someone looking at you can trigger some some people. So we don't know really any kind of adversaries or adverse adverse yeah. situations. And I, and you know the thing is like uh, I think especially around here in Toronto. Um, the mentally ill people are not taken care of. Like they're kind of just set free. <laughs> well, well, we don't have uh, forced incarceration for mental people anymore. They haven't had it anywhere in North in the West. They let them all out. We all did. the loons are out. Yeah, we did it twenty years ago. But oh, it was more uh, than that. I used to work downtown Toronto, and I when I drove down the the loony bin down on Queen Street. Uh, they're always out. They're, they're pretty much harmless, but. Most of them, yeah. They may be running around now, in uh, their underwear. Now it's, now it's, it's, they're, like, not only are they not, you know, doing anything about them, but they're encouraging, encouraging it. Like, they're, I, if you look it up on Google, there's, uh, I looked up in just a 20, 25 kilometer radius of downtown Toronto. There's like fifty over fifty methadone clinics where essentially these guys can just go in and get high for free, like every day. Uh, yeah, well, they're completely. You live downtown? 
pretty close. I live pretty close to downtown. I'm just outside of downtown. Uh, I used to commute, yeah. commute every day for work, but uh, yeah, I don't go downtown anymore. I used to work downtown every day on the streets, and uh, yeah, I, I just—it's not my area anymore. I'm uptown, but um, yeah, we could get into the debate on safe injection sites. I don't really have a problem with it. I wouldn't want to live beside one, but on the other hand, I think I think I think treat it. I think you should treat it as a disease. And uh, I'm not I'm just not sure the way they're doing it is, is the exact right way. But yeah, well, the thing is though, it's they mask this whole thing of that. Oh, it's a safe injection site. The whole point of it is to, to lean people off of hard hard drugs, right? Because you can't just go cold turkey because then your body goes into shock and then you know you uh, it could kill you. It could kill you. Yeah, so absolutely, you have to, it has to be treated properly. You have to, that's what it's for. That's what it's supposed to be for. Uh, but that's not at all what it's used for. And you could very easily, um, make sure that, like, the people that are going in there, they're doing it because they are tr- beco- coming off drugs. Like, why not drug test these people when they come in and make sure that they are actually going through with quitting drugs they're not just going there to get high because that's that's literally what's happening is they're going in there yeah well you know what it is free will if people want to do it i'm i'm more of a libertarian you want to kill yourself see you later but should the state pay for it that's a different story i used i used to be a libertarian like the podcast i used to do is a libertarian uh, podcast actually Oh. Oh? Yeah. Uh, no, what is it called? Libernadian. What is it called? Libernadian podcast. Libernadian? Well, drop a link. Put a link in the show notes. I'll put a link. Well, it. It's, still been, up? it's been, it's, no, it's been, it's been like well over a year. I kind of stopped because, uh, I, I did kind of change my views. I, I was, I was a libertarian for probably six, seven years. Um, I yeah. used to run. I used to run a Reddit page too. The Reddit page is still there, actually. If you type in Reddit Libertarian, it's still there. Okay. It was a decent page, actually. It was. Drop me a link. Yeah, well, drop a link in the show notes. Otherwise, I'll forget. Yeah, I, I can't go on it. I actually, so I got banned from Reddit completely. Uh, so I can't. I can't go on there. So what happened was, uh, I was doing the sh- the podcast and running this page. And I got banned off of Reddit, and I was the only uh, moderator, I guess, for the page. So once I got banned, nobody was able to post anything. But I checked it, actually. Checked it about a month ago. Somebody else has taken over the page, apparently. So I don't know. Whatever. Not That's a big deal. why I, I don't own this Discord server. It's I contracted it out to Wild Times. Okay. Because I can't be bothered. It's too much work. We got banned. We got deleted nine to eight times. So I said, I can't, I can't deal with this. I have my own website, my own yeah. web space. I got my own forums. The only That's one that can good. take it down is me. So it's, it's not as easy or sexy to get to, but it's what we used to use before all these social media sites that are just honeypots. If anyone can't see that all these years later, then they're really blind. 
and I own my own data, and it's the only way. It's going to go back to that. Yeah, you watch. It will go back to this, the way yeah. I have it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And my forums yeah. have thousands of views on certain posts I can actually see, and they stay up forever, and they don't get deleted, and they become an archive. I I don't need archive.org. I am archive.org. So... Yeah, that was actually, that was my plan, was I was going to move towards, like, uh, my own website and stuff like that. It was more of a, the Reddit thing was like a foundation, like, to, you know, to get a following and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, it's a fishing hole. Yeah, but that that was my plan. If anyone wants to start a fakeologist Reddit, I will link to it. I won't run it, but yeah, I I would like to see that. And anyone listening can start a Reddit, but... I'm, I have a Facebook page, but I'm not even on that either. I got kicked off so many times, I can't. I can't keep trying to get back on, so I'm off it for good. Yeah, it was yeah. just an experiment while it lasted, but I, I can't even. I, make, I can't even make a Reddit Reddit account. Like I, so when I got they banned my uh, original. IP? Yeah, I guess they banned my IP. Where I, I can't even if I make a an account like ten minutes later, that's removed. Well, you just have to. VPN, right? Use a VPN. Yeah, I, you, after that, though, like, I can't even be bothered. I don't know. I'm not very tech savvy and stuff like that. I was just kind of like, whatever, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm over it. And, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's foolish to put your energy in anything you don't own. Yeah. It's like rebuilding a rental property. It's not yours. Why would you do Where's that? John Eric? Where's John Eric? Did he lift? You scared him away. Ah, uh, come on. Okay. I, I want to hear about uh, a recovering or recovered um, libertarian. I think that's interesting. What was the what happened there? Are you are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. So yeah, I was libertarian for a long time. Basically, once I got into uh, Christianity, I. Was still kind of like I would have called. I guess I would have called myself. Uh, what's it called? Like a paleo libertarian, I guess. But you know, because before when I was so basically when I was a libertarian, I was kind of atheist, and I didn't believe that there was any any legitimate authority. Um, but now that I am a follower follower of Christ, I, I see that that was the first legitimate authority that I've encountered. That I I, I believe in, uh, you know. So then I kind of it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. Um, Sorry. The 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 COVID the COVID thing kind of did it for me too. Uh, you know, because I used to believe a lot more in that like people uh, people want to be free. Uh, you know. But when you yeah. saw the reaction of like the NPC kind of mind uh, from the COVID thing, everybody yeah. just falling in line, like ninety-five percent of the population just right away, just yeah, like we'll lock down. You know, I kind of realized that like you know people don't really want to be like free. Uh, there's very few people that uh, very few people that will that actually want to be uh, free. Most people want to kind of just be told what to do, especially in modern yeah. times. So that well, they don't want to grow up. 
they don't they don't they want don't they don't want to they don't want to take responsibility yes. for anything and you know like I I don't know when you, when you say paleo it makes me think of like Lee Rockwell and all those uh, guys who follow Rothbard and all that kind of stuff right and yeah. uh, I I was always incredibly amused incredibly amused at how these guys are absolutely against the state oh my god the state is the biggest problem if we only got rid of the state the free markets would finally rule and everything would be cool but you know what walmart and amazon are the greatest things that have ever happened to humanity and 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 i mean like somehow corporations being like just creations of the state that doesn't seem to have that that, kind of get that kind of overlook that for some reason never really figured that one out Oh, sorry. So you're saying sarcastically, like that Walmart is like the the greatest thing, or whatever? No, that's 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 like the Lou Rockwell line on things. Like the paleo libertarian uh, anarchist type guys are saying, like that uh, you simultaneously uh, we we absolutely need to destroy the state. Except uh, the thing is, like all these corporations that exist, which are which which are creations of the state. Right. Uh, yeah, or you know, basically, like, where does where does limited liability come from from a paleo libertarian perspective? Like, how does that exactly happen that you ha- you create this entity that has no responsibility? That's kind of interesting. For my understanding, for my understanding, actually, is uh, so a lot of these libertarians uh, actually criticize the big corporations quite a bit because they recognize that. These corporations wouldn't exist without the government because they they give them uh, these monopolies, right? They uh, with licensing laws, patent laws. Um, you know, you can't just you can't just start a, a mega corporation. You need you need to lobby to the government. You need government funding. Uh, you know, the government is the one who shut down all the small businesses that you know inflated the the corporations and stuff like that. I I think. Um, you know, it was more recognized from the libertarians, uh, this kind of style of capitalism, which is, uh, you know, the, with the, the government and the corporations being in bed with each other is actually more of like a fascist, uh, economic system. I, I, I believe, you know, there's a few, there's a few libertarians, like I, I believe like, uh, you know, Rothbard or, uh, like Lou Rockwell would kind of, wouldn't say that these companies are like the greatest things on earth, um, especially if, especially, especially if you articles where Rockwell literally said that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't, that. That. I wouldn't say that. Even even when I was a libertarian, I was pretty critical. How could you not be critical of Amazon, Apple, all these companies, right? Even when I was a libertarian, I my thing was what I just explained. Kind of was that like. You have these mega monopolies because you know that the the government grants them these things, right? It's not a fair playing field. Uh, I also I was before you I think before you came into the conversation. The reason why I'm less of a capitalist now is because I think it's done a lot of damage to uh, humanity as far as um, you know making people uh, lazy, unmotivated. The most important thing I believe is repopulation and. Uh, Coca-Cola, Uber Eats, uh, you know, Netflix, uh, all these companies are a huge part of depopulating, uh, depopulation because people are just not motivated to have, uh, to have children. It's, 
we live too comfortable. Uh, McDonald's, all that stuff. We're, we live way too comfortable to inconvenience ourselves uh, to have children. I think children, you, you have you have to be uh, you have to want to struggle a little bit to have children, right? You want to you, you have to be selfless. You have yeah. to give up yourself. Absolutely, of course, absolutely. And then the baby comes out. You are no longer numero uno. That's yeah, why if you get married, your wife gets have turned a couple, have a couple yeah. of years with your wife before you knock her up because after that, you're in the back seat and there's you don't move, you don't come forward anymore. <laughs> you don't yeah, move, don't with, you don't move up to the front seat after that day. And, and, and you know what? The reason that you never hear that is because your parents want grandkids. Yeah. 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 And so people, you know, like these are the kind of things that don't get discussed. And, and I think actually that's also part of the reason why, you know, so many marriages are on the rocks is because people are given like completely unreasonable expectations of what's about to happen here because nobody talks about it because there's all these disincentives yeah. to talk about it. But the well, reality is it's like Hollywood either. Not at all. Truly. Although I know there's some, some TV shows like Modern Family that may... I don't watch TV, but I've heard there's some shows that are closer to reality. Hmm. So maybe... They, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they are any good because I don't watch them. But... Yeah. Uh, I just I just kind of... I really gave up on the concept of, uh, of, of liberalism. And then also, once I started to give up on that a little bit, I was you really I really started to see what the the damage of uh liberalism um when you start to I I really became very skeptical once I saw uh the promotion of uh you know child uh child uh genital mutilation and stuff like that I I don't know I don't want to say too much cuz I don't know uh you know what I'm allowed you to can say You whatever you want We're yeah, not censored yeah. we don't censor here yeah, we no, talk I, about the androgyne uh, gender all the time. It's actually yeah, kind of fun. The, we don't talk about the uh, transgender mutilation as much. We're talking. Yeah. We have more fun talking about the androgynes in Hollywood that they they don't acknowledge, but we all know what's going on. Yeah, it's when I, you know, when I started to see videos of uh, parents taking their children to. Uh, to bars at like two o'clock in the afternoon to see drag shows, and oh, they go to their library. They go to the, exactly, yeah, uh, story time hour, whatever. That I don't think you have to go to a bar. Uh, that that really radically that really radically kind of changed my perspective on things. I I you know I I realized that it was like uh, we're we're stepping into like a, a spiritual battle. Uh, that's you know it's once I realized that you know. Uh, I, Satan is real, uh, therefore, like, God is real, and, you know, which side are you gonna take? I, I very quickly, you know, because of my morals and everything, like, I, you know, God, absolutely. Um, so, you know, not everything, not, see, with libertarianism is, not everything is a economic market, right? Um, just because you have high efficiency on, uh, you know, f- uh, free trade, free markets and stuff like that, can actually depreciate the quality that you of life that you have, right? Um, you know, people don't really. The divorce rate is extremely high. Uh, it's going down. I heard. 
I heard it's going down, but that might be because because there are fewer people getting married except the really committed ones. Exactly. So the rate rate goes down, but that doesn't mean the number of marriages has gone up. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, the divorce rate is going down because nobody's getting married, whereas before people would get married for like five years and get a divorce. No, they're getting married. It's just the ones that get married are actually really committed to making it work. Because it's more of a rarity, right? It's more of a... Yeah. The other one, they're just shacking up. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's... uh, I'm kind of... uh, It's weird because I'm a little bit of... Yeah, I'm a little bit of an anti-liberalist now. It's good to hear a young conservative man, maybe more of a traditionalist. Yeah. Um, Better find yeah, yourself I, well, a nice 25-year-old and get going, though. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, it's see for me, I, I don't know. I've I, I was I'm kind of I was kind of late to the game because you know it's oh, I, better late than never. Well, I think about this a lot, and I didn't really stand a chance. Like when I was younger, it was you know it's it's complicated because we have you know when we look at what the influences are on young young men, right? Uh, the influence yeah. it's you know even these guys who are like you know the ultra Chad like guys or whatever the men that are that are supposed to be like inspirational to men. It's these men that are. Um, that get a lot of women, the playboys, they have all the cars and blah, 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 this and that, right? Uh, the Hugh Hefner, the, you know, even, even right now, like the Andrew Tates and stuff like that, right? It's, oh, you know, the, the most, see, my whole life, I thought, you I know, think they're I'm, fake trade men. They're, they're fake trad men. They're to oh, give, yeah. They're to, they're to give traditional men and teachings a bad name and well, discourage it. So they're doing the opposite of what their intent, what their stated intent is. Well, it's also not even, it's not even an alpha male thing to do, right? Like, when you hear these guys and they're like, oh, I went out with this beautiful girl last night, you know, every night I'm going out with a different Instagram model and this and that, and they pretend that, like, they're these alpha males, and it's like, dude... Alpha males, it's like you're spending every night with, with women, like different girls. It's, and you know, they almost put these women on a pedestal without even realizing it, right? Like the Hugh Hefner kind of playboy kind of guy, whatever. Oh, you think, oh, this guy is, uh, such an alpha because he gets all these girls, but his whole life depends on women, right? He's not, like a real man, uh, you that's know. Not what, that's not what a real man does, though. Exactly. A real man doesn't do that. A, a real man. That is what I'm saying. It's a fake. That a traditional man doesn't do that. He chooses a mate and sticks I, with I that have a person have, for life. Good friend. I, I have a good friend who has ten children, and wow. I can tell you, like, you know, seems like he's doing just he's doing just fine, you know. And I mean, like, if you want to see like a coherent family, like that is actually functional. And everybody's pitching in, and everybody kind of takes care of each other, and you know, you spend time with them at all. You're just you're, the what feeling is wow. I mean, like clearly there's a there's a clearly there's a religious edge to it. But interestingly, yeah. uh, this friend of mine <laughs> two years ago was asking some questions about the uh, uh, the Mormon the Mormon Church, which he was involved with for a long time, and um, came to some conclusions. Started asking some questions, and then, as far as I understand, behind his back, they actually had like a little bit of like an inquisition, and decided like you're out. 
you're out. So he can't be part of their their club anymore. He won't really change his views. What's that? Well, he was. He he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah, but not anymore. Yeah, but no, I mean, just uh, it's so many, interesting that yeah, you just the him. thing is, is look look at the look at the genetic success of this guy versus Andrew Tate, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, this guy's game. actually building something. This guy's building something. Other guys are just you know using women as masturbatory devices. And, and yeah. guess what? It is a numbers game. The whole migration oh, yeah. thing. The whole migration yeah. thing is a numbers game. That the owners of the country realize that it's all numbers. If you don't have the numbers natively, then you have to bring them in. Otherwise, the country will collapse and the corporation of the United States will collapse. Not a hoax. Hmm. It's a numbers game. So whoever has the numbers gets the business and, and keeps the business going. Why they're bringing people in by the plane loan? Yeah. But the, the, the quality of the people that they're bringing in, it seems like, you know, th- there's a big difference between uh, post World War II immigration into Canada, where basically you're just pulling all these people who didn't want to live in war torn Europe into. Toronto, which I think was really common. I mean, there were so many people from Scotland and Ireland and Germany and so on who moved to moved to Canada after World War II. And I think there was some of that in the United States also. Um, they, I think it seems like Canada may have had a larger fraction of the population come then. But these days, I mean, it's just clearly that, I mean, bringing up people from Venezuela isn't going to really, like, uh, create, like, an industrial powerhouse or anything along those lines, and you really wonder, like, what is the value of just having people who consume if they aren't producing something valuable to begin with? Hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, definitely, uh, it's definitely become... It's definitely become a, kind of complicated, I would say, right? Because I think I was... I think about how, you know, it's... They, we, they need all these people in order to produce all of these things, but at the same time, all the stuff that we consume is killing us, Right. So maybe they have to bring it down to more of a balance or something. It's it's <laughs> it's it's very. Oh, they've always been. They're, they're always talking about balance, <laughs> and balance usually means cutting the people right down. Oh, absolutely. Balance with nature. What can nature tolerate? I think nature can tolerate a lot. I I think the earth has been around a lot longer than the people. The Earth can survive. Well, the Earth will the Earth survive. Doesn't, I don't think man the Earth is doesn't need protecting. Oh, I, I believe that. I, I mean, I, I don't think man is capable of destroying Earth. I, I think Earth no. is God's creation, and man can't destroy it. Um, no, I don't think so. I, you know, I don't believe that. Like, you know, one guy can push a button and blow up the whole Earth or whatever. That's just that's the complete psyop, in my opinion. You don't believe in nuclear weapons? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, it just yeah. <laughs> and extend that to nuclear science. I mean, there may, I'm sure there's, I understand there's probably some decent sized bombs or whatever, but, uh, no. Nagasaki. Nagasaki bombing. It's called TNT. Hoax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of TNT or whatever. The Bikini, the Bikini Island hoax. Bikini Atoll. 
Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how like I I always talk to my I always talk to my dad about this. I, I don't know if uh, fakeologists. Are you actually were you actually born in the sixties or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Was yeah. My, yeah. My dad. My dad was born in sixty seven. Uh, last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. By the oh, way. I yeah. could be your dad. That's when I was born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I always ask him. He, I always ask him about like. Uh, like about how when he was a kid, he was told like, "Oh, you know, you have to hide under your desk if there's like a nuclear war." Like, okay, so what your desk is gonna like? It's it's crazy how, you know, that's a perfect thing to kind of like tell a child too, right? It's 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 it reminds me of uh, you know, it's like hiding under your bed or something. It's like, oh, if there's monsters, like you hide under your bed, kind of thing, right? It's like, oh, just hide under your desk and everything will be okay. It's. You know, there's something to that psychologically. It just, it's, it's insane to me. It is love, Chris. But I never, we were never told. I went to school in the seventies, and they never talked about nuclear bombs. So we weren't hiding under our desk. So I'm not sure where he lived, but they didn't. We didn't do it in Canada. Yeah, my dad. My dad told me that they, they practiced this a couple times in the class. We we never did. He was, Okay, where was where did he grow up? Because I I lived all over Canada. We never did it anywhere. Mississauga, actually. You grew up in Mississauga. Okay, I've never yeah. heard of that. Yeah, I, I heard mean, of the U.S. I don't know. Are you I sure mean, your dad's not uh, watching movies? <laughs> he, he did have a brain injury, actually. But uh, no, yeah, seriously, I, I don't think he did it in Canada. There was never there's never any of that. But like. Yeah. And I think it happened in the fifties mainly in the U.S. I mean, it could have it could have been, just been his particular his particular teacher talking about it, right? I mean, it didn't have yeah. to. Be, it was like a, I don't know if it was like an actual uh, school curriculum or something like that, right? Every teacher. No, I don't think so. Probably not. No, I mean, I I wouldn't think so really either. But I mean, I I don't really see why he would he would lie about that. Maybe it was. In a, in a in a movie, like maybe it was. In it a might movie. be. It might be a misremembering, mismemory, misremembering, as they say. Yeah, it, it's possible. It could have. It could have just been like a, maybe in science class they watched a tape or something, and then that was. You know how sometimes when you're in school you watch these outdated like tapes. You know well, science. That's, where all, the, that's yeah. where all the people saw the planes. You saw them all on TV, flying into towers. They didn't see anything. Yeah, I mean, they saw I it on TV though. I didn't see a plane fly into anything, but nobody did. <laughs> Not one person. They, everyone yeah. saw it on TV. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I could maybe get behind that. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't like. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it there out. No planes. I really rule things out. I hope not. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. Otherwise, sure. you have to, otherwise, we have to ban you from the channel. <laughs> <laughs> We don't allow plain believers here. Yeah, yeah, you have to be a you have to be a plain atheist. Airplanes are fake. <laughs> no, no, the nine eleven planes are fake. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's possible. I, I to me, that could be was fake. That could be was fake. The the videos are pretty weird. I, I will say, like they are. That's just they, pretty fake. They look pretty bad. I yeah, open up two other fly. Um, uh, you know what I mean. They're just playing balloons, man. Other fly accidents. 
What's that, Toby? I'm talking about Lockerbie is one of the first things I already questioned on, and I didn't believe I was awake. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, right about that. Yeah. So, hoax. So, okay. Um, so, so they fake, uh, they fake the 9-11. Um, what, what, what happens after? Like, why, why would, why did they do that? Uh, more martial yeah. law, more uh, control. More have you ever heard of the? Uh, yeah, have you ever heard of the Patriot Act? Act? Yeah, Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I believe, I believe that. Like, uh, I mean, I was just wondering what what you guys thought. You know, there's obviously that's extremely valid reason. The Patriot Act gave birth to the TSA, that Homeland Security. Yeah, look, look, look on Wikipedia how big that agency is now. Yeah, I know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it, it gave, and the thing is, and kind of what we talked about before, I mean, technically the United States has had the power to just bring in these institutions if they wanted to. But as we were saying before, it's like they trick people into consenting into these things, right? It's when, when that happened, it was, oh, we love the Patriot. Like we, yeah, we need this for our own safety. Same with the, the COVID and everything too, right? So uh yeah, it's it's it all lines up pretty pretty well. I, I, I just for me it's uh I I think what you guys are saying with uh how like you know it's like a movie set and stuff like that, I find it pretty interesting, uh because I believe the moon landing was a movie set. Uh but you know, I, I also at the same time I wouldn't put it past them to sacrifice a couple thousand people to push like a massive like uh narrative agenda like this but but you know i at the same time you know maybe people just have to consent to their own death and whatever uh satan satanists these people or whatever behind them is they have to push it they can't directly kill us but they have to uh make us kill ourselves or whatever mm-hmm. so it's definitely definitely quite interesting for sure yeah, well, it's cool. You found the site. That's really good. Make sure you do a bumper if you can. Do you want to do a bumper now? <laughs> is that like cocaine or something? <laughs> Toby, tell him what that is. <laughs> Sorry, what, what's that? Toby, you explain it. I should explain it? Yes. Fine. You're the host. You're the host. I know, but you're... I'm I'm training you as a backup, so you should, you should help out. Help uh, out where you can. Commercial for rig figure lot just when there's a when you one hour or two hour, then you yeah you know say your name and stuff like that. Is that right? That is okay. correct, pretty much. It's uh-huh. just um, if you want, it, you can't hear it very well because I don't have the audio set properly still. But every 20 minutes we have a little break that says, yeah. um, you just say, hi, my name is Baklava from Toronto and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on fakeologist.com, like that. Oh, okay, like the stream, streamer bot thing that comes up? Well, that's the thing that, that announces the audio, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, so I, I, I could do you one. You want to do it now? Uh, probably okay. Probably not right now. <laughs> give, give me like a day. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it next time. Ah, uh, you pussy man. 
I gotta get my microphone so I sound better. It will be. Oh, do you have a microphone? Oh, right, you're a podcaster. Yeah, yeah, I have a microphone and like an interface. So I honestly, I wasn't oh, perfect. wasn't prepared for any of this at all. I literally, like I said, my my buddy from another server just sent me this, set me this up, and I didn't even know at all what I was what I was joining. You didn't know what you were getting into. Yeah, this is a yeah. big site that no one's yeah. heard of. It's yeah, it's cool. It's I, you know, I, it's funny because I messaged you when I came in. I messaged you. I didn't even know you were the owner of the server or anything. I just saw Fakeologist, and I'm like, this guy's probably a, you know, he's probably here quite a bit because it's called Fake09. So I'm like, I just messaged you to help me get verified. Yeah. That's right. I had no clue. I didn't even realize until like 30 minutes in that it was like, you know, live streaming and stuff like that. I, I had no, no you idea. You came in blind. Well, at least you know, you're, at least you have some credentials. You know what you're talking about with podcasts and whatnot. That's pretty good. You're a young guy. That's even better. And you're Canadian. That's such a, Canadians are not fakeologists at all. What, what are the odds we're of that? Yeah, we're not too good. It, the way my site goes is number one is US. Number two is UK. Three is Australia. Four is Sweden, Canada. It just depends on the day. Right. Sweden has far fewer people, but I guess they're a more homogenous country. More, think more the same way, but Canadians are so fractured. We really are a post-nation state. Did you, uh, did you attend any of like the, the freedom rallies and stuff? No, I I work I work too many hours, so yeah. No, I yeah. did not, but I, I I yeah I supported it for sure. I thought it was great. Yeah, I didn't go to Ottawa, but I attended some of the ones in Toronto. Uh, oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, it was okay. It was you know the the problem. The thing is, um, you know. With they're they're all they're all great people. All the people I met, they're all like wonderful people. They all have very good intentions, and you know they are kind of for Canadians at least they're they're a little more based than the average population for sure. Uh, but you know it's I, I think the one of the best things that came out of the whole uh, freedom freedom uh, movement is that people started to realize that you know a piece of paper is not going to protect them. Like you know waving around the Charter of Rights or whatever it's called, like. It's not, it doesn't mean anything. Like the people who are in charge, the government is the one who wrote this guarantee. So, you know, who are you gonna, <laughs> who's gonna back this up, right? Like it's just merely a piece of paper. I think, you know, so I think that was, I think a lot of people woke up to that, which was, I, it's probably one of the most positive things to come out of it, where it's like, you know, it's not like you're just gonna be able to arrest your prime minister for doing unlawful things and, locking down the country and bringing in the the police and uh, freezing your bank accounts because the people who the the judicial system is run by the government they're not going to lock up themselves right uh so that's my that's my take from it but overall i thought you know they were they were good people i met a lot of uh, interesting nice people um yeah What's your take? Uh, so who, who is the most famous lockdown, anti-lockdown person in Canada, do you think, or that you follow? Uh, Did you watch Pat King? I watch Pat King almost all the time. 
No, I, I'm, I'm familiar with who he is. Like, I know he was him and uh, what's her name? Tamara Lynch, right? I don't know if I never was. really watched her. I don't even think they were linked in any way. Yeah, he was the one on Facebook the most. Yeah, he must have had almost a hundred thousand people at once watching him, which yeah. was pretty yeah. awesome. I don't think anyone anywhere was doing those numbers. Besides yeah, the porn star. <laughs> the porn star. Who's that? He was. He was killing it. Which guy? Who's that? I never heard of. Pat King. He's a porn star. No, I said no one was doing the numbers. He did. Oh, except okay. maybe a porn star. Oh, yeah, see, I see. King was. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was really it. bringing in the numbers on the live stream. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't really follow many Canadian uh, personalities or, or news. I talked to Rebel News a couple times, but I don't know. I, yeah, they're a bit, they're a bit, uh, they're a bit zio. So I, I don't know. It's complicated. Um, I followed a little bit of uh, you know Jeremy McKenzie. I followed his show a little bit. Yeah, he's not bad. He's entertaining. He was definitely entertaining. I you know what do you? He had like he has a show every day. I forget what it's called. Raging Dissident, I think. Right. Um, I thought he was. He's just a, it was entertaining, like to listen to. Uh. I just, you know what, I, I just, I got really tired of the typical, like, uh, talking points over and over again, especially coming out of, like, out of Canada, because I think I was just a little bit more, like, for for people, I think in, in 2020 and stuff like that, the people who were not aware of, like, what the government's capable of and what's happening and stuff like that, I was a little bit more of a step ahead, and I'm not trying to, like, uh sound like, you know, toot my own horn or anything like that, but, like, you know, a lot of this stuff was, like, I already kind of knew, like, this wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna work kind of thing, and, uh, yeah, I just didn't really follow a lot of those guys, but. Yeah, I've heard of the Rage cast. I, the guy's a military guy. Yeah, uh, he seems like, he seems okay, but I'm not I'm not too sure. Yeah. Anyone yeah. That, anyone that talks about the um, the psyops in Canada is that they're real. Can't really fo- I can't really follow them. Like I think no. he promotes the uh, there's something in Nova Scotia, a big operation, and he's going on carrying on that that was real. I don't know if you followed that little one. The Nova Scotia, like the, you're talking about that guy. There was a shooting. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly a mass shooting. Yeah, the guy who stole an OPP car, or he was an OPP or officer. RCMP, yeah. RCMP, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much, we we get really bad psyops in Canada. Yeah. And that one was no good. That one was very, 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 very phony. Very bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was like kind of. And he, and he talks of it as being real. So, really, what what else can you uh, say say to a guy like that? I'm not even sure what his name. Not a fake, not a fakeologist. Well, I'm just pretty sure that uh, 
So what he 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 thinks that like the the mainstream narrative is like the correct one. I believe he thinks it's real, a real event. He might take the counter narrative that oh it's uh oh, the big bad operation um CSIS or or Canada did it, but people really died. It's the same thing. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you you believe that it's this, just, that it's just like literally it's just a made up story like it, none, none of this actually happened. Yeah, they're called integrated capstone events. They're drills. Got it. Where the agencies behave as if something happened. They they literally simulate an event for training purposes. Okay. And then they call it real. Right. Everything is the same, except there was no real shooter and there were no real victims. Everyone is made up. That's the simulation part of it. Okay. It's interesting, yeah. Um. There's a um, a big war. There's the biggest NATO exercise now happening. I don't know where it is, but that's what they use to to stage these events. So there's going to be event an event that they're going to film right now, and they're going to call a real one day, maybe next week, maybe next month, who knows, but this is where they do their operations. They, they film the operation, record their operations, and then they spin stories, it's all a simulation, and then next thing you know, oh, it went live, the guy actually showed up, and he actually did shoot people, good thing we were already there. Come on. Yeah, that's it's that's interesting. Yeah, but people conflate that in their mind. They can't separate the two things. Yeah, I know. And drill. Yeah, I mean, I I distrust the media and all these institutions so much that, like, you know, if somebody like yourself is telling me that uh, these things didn't actually happen. I'm not sure if I 100% agree or I'm on board or anything like that, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they did happen, but not the way you're told. It almost happened. You can almost say it's an almost happened. It almost happened, but not yeah. the way they're told. They did go there. There were people running around with their guns. The, the only difference is the victims are the simulation part. Right. Like, you mean the, like the victims are the aftermath of the people who who received this meeting? Yeah, they're simulated. Right. The right. victims of the shootings. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, uh, I got nothing, like, I, I got nothing to really say that, you know, I, I mean, unless I saw something personally with my own, <laughs> if I saw this personally, I could, you know, say, no, I, I saw this happen, and you could believe me or not, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I don't know what happened in, in Nova Scotia. I've never even been to Nova Scotia. What, uh, just CBC's gonna, I, I'm not gonna say CBC's gonna tell me the truth, so, <laughs> I got nothing, right? If, if, if somebody's telling me that, if you could have three different opinions, you could, you could, somebody could tell yeah. me, Oh, uh, this 100% happened and this is the complete, uh, 
right narrative, the one that's the CBC saying, or somebody telling me that it did happen, but it was a false flag, red flag operation, or, or you telling yes. me that it simply didn't happen at all. At the end of the day, well, yeah, this is the, this is the third way. I give yeah. you the third way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, and uh, like I said, I... And why would anyone get mad at the third way? Wouldn't that be good news? Hey, guess what? Nobody dies in these operations. Our government really isn't killing people. How could you be... See, this is where they can't really come after you. If you just say that, you're not... Who are you hurting? You're not offending anybody. Yeah. You're not killing anyone. How can I offend someone who doesn't exist? But they go after you in other ways. They'll say, oh, you're offending the family. You're hateful. Well, that's... How is that hateful? That's kind of what happened. That's not a crime. That's kind of what happened with Alex Jones. The fictional people, the the families of the fictional people, the fictional families are very, very upset about this. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to sue you. They're not going to put up with you tarnishing the memories of their fictional existences. Just totally unacceptable. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's interesting. I learned, uh, you know, what a fakeologist is today. I was not expecting that. But, uh, you know, it's cool. I'm glad I uh, stumbled upon you guys. So. Cool, yeah, interesting. Right on. Well, I'm not a regular in the way that some people are around here, so I can't really say, like, thanks for coming, but I guess it's thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like having the, uh, kind of like the, uh, the people on the airplane, you know, uh, the stewardess telling you, you know, I'd like to be the first to welcome you to San Jose or something like that. I mean, come on, really? They're not even from say. Hey, were we on the same plane? Hey, we yeah. also established we also established that airplanes are not real. So <laughs> no, no, yeah, <laughs> really jet engines aren't real either. That was a new one for me. No, no, no. <laughs> planes are real. Nine eleven. No, you got. I got. You got to be careful because there are people that are going to say, "Oh, he doesn't think planes are real." No, yeah. not what we said. Yeah. I don't okay. mind being joking and sarcastic, but I also don't want to. Uh, I have to be very clear in my position. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I understand. Uh, because yeah. people like to make jokes out of this. And comedians are the number one people that tell truth, but nobody believes them because they're comedians. Who's going to. Who's going to believe a guy laughing it off? Ha ha, yeah, he didn't go to the moon. Ha ha. That's really funny. Uh, yeah. No, it's not because they're really stealing. They're probably stealing a lot of money. Yeah. No, it is. It's. It is. Uh, it's not it is funny. Story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. They invented Velcro by all the billions of dollars it took to go to the moon. Really? That's all you got out of it is Velcro and space ice cream. You don't I think there's anything better to do with two hundred billion dollars? I thought the invention of Velcro came what about from... Those, what about those pens that you can write down with? <laughs> the pens that you can what? The pens? That you can write upside down with. 
and Tang. There's at least four things you got for several billion dollars. You know? It's hundreds of billions. That's a lot. lot. I I write everything with with a feather and ink, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you got... Well, if I... How far ahead could Canada be if we were, if Canada was for Canadians? Or U.S. was, I know the United States, their main business is selling war around the world, selling weapons around the world that don't even get used. They just get, they just get archived and blown up over the water in exercises, but still. Uh, we're actually building a humanity. I think it's always amazing. It's amazing how these, each one of these weapons, each one of these things that they're shooting off costs like multiples of an average person's house. That's kind of curious. I mean, like an average person's house kind of takes like a few thousand man hours, never mind the two by fours and concrete and dishwasher and everything else that goes into it. So how in the hell does that ever add up that this thing that's about, I don't know, 12 feet long and made out of some metal tube or something like that? How, how does that turn into like three million dollars? Yeah, a Patriot missiles, whatever, a hundred thousand dollars. They blow them off like firecrackers. Well, they are firecrackers. It's a great business if you can get into it, I guess. It, it's all the R and D that takes to make one. That's that's where all the money goes. Come on, it takes a lot of research. There's a lot of Velcro in each one of those, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you might be too young, but during the Gulf War One, we were all cheering on the Patriot missiles that knocked the Scud missiles out of the sky. The Scuds were just these dud missiles. They looked like flying cigars. They didn't look like they had any kind of technology or engineering to them. They just looked like big loads of poo flying in the air. It was hilarious. But that's what we I think were told they took, like, Yeah, they, they took like three 55-gallon drums and like welded them together and then put some fins yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, and then just, just took a picture of them on the, on the ground. They didn't go anywhere. It looks like... Uh... There's three... There's three oil barrels welded together. That's all they were. Like something uh, Donkey Kong in a Donkey Kong video game or something like that. Yes. Uh, the yeah. Gulf War was the first fake war that was on CNN, as far as I can tell. Well, I know, I know that story of uh, the incubator story. That was Gulf War one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, where the yes. Iraqi soldiers were. Uh, taking babies out of incubators and throwing them on the ground because that's what, you know, that's a, an efficient military tactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and it's, it's a very efficient story. military tactic to tell the story, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what was it? Wasn't she like the daughter of the, of the uh, Kuwaiti ambassador or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, exactly. No, it's uh, it makes absolute no sense for it to happen, like actually happen. But it makes a lot of sense for the story to come out, right? So yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like when I'm when I'm in the process of like uh, 
I don't know, you know, if, it doesn't really matter whether I'm an Israeli soldier or a uh, somebody in Gaza fighting the other direction. The number one thing I'm always thinking about doing is uh, finding some babies, putting them in ovens, and then um, pulling my dick out and doing some rape. That's that is like that is what it's all about. That's why I'm here. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's all part of uh, all part of the training. Anyone who doesn't understand that's sarcasm right there from Walt. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I need to be putting like slash s on my on my. Uh, I think it goes. Well, that's all right. We do have some is it, is other it, listeners. Is it is it, is it not obvious? <laughs> it was pretty obvious. You made it pretty good, but not everyone okay. understands the intonation in your voice. But it's good. Okay. Yeah, it's, you're good. You're good. Yes, okay. Well, I guess I'll just have to apologize to the tech overlords for, uh, yeah, hopefully nothing gets censored here. We don't censor. There are no overlords here. Well, not you guys, but I mean, like, the the Discord overlords. I think the server only goes down when someone reports it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very curious, like how, you know, you, you start in one place, you find out that something's fake, and then opens your eyes, and then more or less what you start finding out is that most everything that you're not observing with your own eyes, that, you know, or speaking to people who've actually seen things in their own lives, it just seems like the whole world is just a big theatrical production. Yeah, I, there's, I, just I, no I, to, there's just no way to verify, you know, like what's, you know, I, I, I was talking to, I mean, I was talking to my wife about this. We don't know what the hell our son is doing up in his bedroom. You know, he might be might be reading a book, might be doing his homework, might be dicking around on his telephone, might be doing something else. You know, the thing is, like, we don't even know what's going on. You know, as in a direct line, we don't know what's going on thirty feet from where we're sitting right now. You know, but for some reason, we're supposed to believe that we actually have some clear idea of what's happening in, you know, Gaza. Gaza. Yeah, all ten thousand miles away or something, and as if uh, now, why? Why do we? Why, why do we suppose that we actually know what's going on when we don't even know what's going on in our literally our own house? Well, you know, I'm not saying there's any problems in our house. I'm just saying like we literally do not know what's happening this moment. What's What's funny too is that like it's so like the more the more you like learn about this stuff, right? Like say for example, if you stop watching any like main, mainstream news for like six months, right? Like, like watching like the, you know, the Fox News or the MSNBC or CNN or anything like that. If you stop for like six months and then you tune into it and these people are like so fake, like so like they have every, like the way they talk, like people don't even talk like that. Like who, who, like they're so full of themselves, right? They don't, they're reading off of a teleprompter, like it's it's hilarious to watch because you're like this is all just like a really bad joke like it's um and and it's like you're supposed to believe that like these are genuine like people even the people who even like the the people who kind of are like who appeal more to like your your belief another hour of fakeologist radio on fakeologist.com Three, 
interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey, this is Lupi from Ireland and you're listening to Fakeologist Audio on Fakeologist.com. And that's what a bumper is. And it is Saturday, March the 2nd, 2024. We're here on our number, let's see, 10, maybe number 9 of the Fakeologist Audio chat. We've got about 9 hours today. And we have Baklava from Toronto, yes, Canadian, and Rolt is from the U.S., I can't remember where. And we're having a chat. I think he's from the U.S. I am, indeed. Oh, sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're just having a chat about fakery. It's everywhere. So, I mean, but that's also, you know, what he was just saying about the, uh, what things look like on the news. I, I mean, think about, you know, walk into a Costco, walk past the televisions as you're going into the place, and the thing is, like, oh my god, now we have a 137, you know, uh, inch telescreen screen here for, you know, $299, and it has, uh, you know, 4K resolution and unbelievable sound and all these other kinds of things, and you just think, okay, well, that's pretty amazing. Wow, that technology sure is cheap. Um, how come everything else in my life is getting so damn expensive? Right. You know, but the TV, why is the TV so cheap? You yeah. know? It's amazing how people, yeah, yeah, they're always, they always end up, they'll start off $20,000 and then, uh, eight months later, they'll be five, $499 on sale. Yeah. We're literally getting to the point where like the, the people on the TV are bigger than actual people. Yeah, yeah. Like, the TVs are getting so freaking big. It's just absolutely insane. I mean, yeah. How big is your TV? I, I, I don't even own a television. I've never owned a television. Oh, never, okay. never. Not once. But, I mean... How, how big yeah. is your monitor? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Tw- 24 inches, maybe? That's pretty 19? Good. I don't even know. It's not very big. I don't have a huge monitor. Okay. It's old. I mean, I've probably had that same one for 15 years. It's not even bright. Yeah, you might want to replace it. Getting a sharp monitor yeah, is probably good for the eye. You mm-hmm. might want to get an 85-inch uh, 4K, 8K LED Super HD Supreme uh, TV. Nice. I got a friend who, uh, he lived in California... Uh, but he never had to heat his house because he had a uh, plasma screen TV that created so much heat that there was like absolutely his house was well insulated and that plasma screen made so much heat his house was always warm. That's wild. He just leave he just leave it on all the time. Mm. Yeah, it's got to be like healthy. It's California. I mean, grant you, but I mean the thing is, it's like Northern California still gets down in like the 30s and 40s in the mornings, oftentimes. Yeah, cold enough that you'd want to turn the turn the heat on, but he didn't need to. Nice. Got I guess it's probably ego. California. Got that plasma heat, man. That's good. What was the other server um, backlog you were on? 
What kind of servers are out there? Uh, to be honest, I don't really jump around on a ton of servers. I usually just, if I find one I like, I just stick to it. Uh, I've been, the one I've been on is the Nexus, but it's, it's okay. It's, I've been on there for a while. Like I said, I don't really, I don't jump around too much. I, I don't use any, what uh, about on Nexus? honestly, it's supposed to be like a political kind of, uh, it's, it's a whole mixture of people. You get a lot of people who just talk a lot of nonsense on there. Um, but then you have some actual pretty smart people on there and, you know, intelligent people, intelligent conversation, interesting conversation, but it's a mix of everything. It really just depends on the time of day. Uh, yeah. It's all right. Um, I don't. I don't use any like social media really. I just just have been using uh, Discord. I don't use Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or. I don't. I don't really. Uh, even Discord, I didn't use. I had it, but I didn't use it for a long time because uh, it's it's kind of hard to find uh, actual good like servers. There's not a lot of good servers. This is a pretty good one. Yeah, it's, it's it's been good. It's been interesting since I joined a couple hours ago. Yeah. But I find any good server if the if the voice chat is is very active, then it's 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 a good server. Um, yeah. Some of the servers I've been on where it's just text, mostly just text. It's like you could write something and then like. Eight hours later, somebody responds, and it's just you can't really get any conversation going. Uh, but anything where I, I prefer to do like the voice chat because if I can, if I'm like in a scenario where you know I have, I can only text, but I want to have a conversation, or you know I want to ask somebody something about a current event, whatever you know. Um, I have a couple friends on here that you know it's you meet different people and you know, they know about different topics and stuff like that. But overall I find if it's, if the server has a very active uh, voice chat, it's a, uh, it's a good server. But you can accomplish a lot more uh, through talking like this, the voice chat rather than uh, texting. I'm not much of a texter. Yeah, also, also I, I like the concept of the server too. I like, uh, th- yeah, I didn't realize it was uh, broadcasted, which is cool. Yeah, there's nothing else like this that I know about. We broadcast and record, and it turns into a podcast, and people can download it on their favorite podcast app. And nice. they're, so we're really doing a lot of crossing over here. A lot yeah, of crossover talk. That's great. That's great. It's good that you can, uh, you know, you can download it and listen to it too. Because the, you know, if you're out and about, you're working all day or whatever. You know, you're in your car. It's takes a lot of a uh, lot of data to to just to, to stream, right? So it's good you can download it and uh, just play. Yeah, it. it's fantastic. I wonder. I'm sure there's a lot of like. I mean, uh, think about it. Think about it. Yeah, go on. Oh yeah, you were breaking up. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm always breaking up. I'm out in boonies here. You're doing stuff. That's okay. I wouldn't... I'm doing stuff, oh, too. I'm in the boonies. I, take, I can't help her. Yeah. Audio chats are for uh, mobile people. I wouldn't recommend sitting at home. Just be out and about. Well, I mean, yeah. you just think about how... You know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, there's all these talk radio stations out there just, you know, all talk all the time, you know. But the thing is, it's like, it's all it's all really boring stuff. Just, you know, the most mainstream views of everything that's out there. And and here, you know, you go over to uh, Ab's website and you're going on a road trip or something like that. Holy smokes, you can download, you know, 24 hours of... Uh, of uh, talk radio, talking about much more interesting things from much more interesting and diverse perspectives, uh, you know, instantly, really fast. It's really fantastic. I mean, it's really cool to be able to do that. And and you're hearing people that you haven't heard before, because it always seems like there's, you know, I don't, I'm not a regular. I, I've kind of, like, been here, I, I've known about the site for a long time, but only kind of pop in once in a while, um, and usually for a week or two, and then kind of disappear again. But it's always interesting to hear, like, who the new people are and what new perspectives you might be hearing. That's always kind of fun. Yeah, and uh, I mean, also, you have people, there's a lot of people who, uh, that's their job, right, is to, you know, drive trucks or, you know, delivery and stuff like that all day long. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that appreciate that, right? Right. Absolutely. And you, could, and you could also participate too, which is which is cool, right? If you know you're somebody who's like listening all the time, and then you know you want to get in on the conversation, you could. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> I just got here. But I'm assuming that you know, pretty open. Oh yeah, we're open here. Yeah. As long as there's a fakeologist type vent to the conversation, somehow, some way, that's that's all we ask. Yeah, no, I mean, you're not going to come on here and start talking about, like, uh, the, Christian identity. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> Christian nationalism. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I wouldn't call myself a Christian nationalist. Oh, you would not? Uh, well, it's, no, I, I, I don't know. Not really. I, I don't, I'm not a hardcore, I don't really... I'm not a hardcore evangelicalist, really. Um, I feel like it actually kind of, for the most part... You're you're a white, Christian, European nationalist. You realize you're public enemy number one, I think, don't you? Yeah, move it up in the rankings, for sure. You are right on the top. You you fit everything wrong with the... uh, with the uh, communist yeah, world, everything that's wrong with this country, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You are yeah. the poster boy. If if we ever have a shooting, they'll come to you first because you are yeah. right on top of everything wrong. You're white. You're European based, or you're recent European based. You're Christian. You have nationalistic tendencies. I can't think of a worse person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing something right. I, I definitely, yeah. It's it's funny how, uh, you know, the more the more you 
become like dissident from the from the mainstream stuff, the more you kind yeah. of realize I must be doing something. I might I must be headed in the right direction. Uh, like just morally, you know. Um, yeah, I'll, you know, could be the first first one to to get thrown in the gulag, but <laughs> hey, yeah. you know, somebody's got to do it. Keep it keep it warm for you guys. Is there any Canadian uh, besides uh, the Rage Cast that you follow? I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I even really uh, follow him, uh, but yeah. no, I I I've narrowed it down to just a very small uh, personalities that I follow now because it's it takes it's, it takes up a lot of time, and once you f- once you find a couple of good ones, it's better to I find it's just better to stick with that. Uh, I prefer to build echo chambers and just kind of chill in those. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm fully aware. Like I've, I, I'm fully aware of like you know different uh, perspectives and stuff like that. You know, you start to once eventually. Like I used to be, uh, I used to follow like Infowars a lot and stuff like that. Um, I used to follow Infowars quite a bit and. There's a lot of good stuff there. There's a lot of stuff that, like, you know, uh, pushed me to where I'm at. Um, I don't watch it too much anymore because I'm not really, like, a libertarian anymore. So, yeah, it's... I'm kind of picky. I'm kind of picky. Like, yeah, I definitely... I prefer if I followed a personality now, it has to have to be more kind of Christian-oriented. Than, mm-hmm. than anything else. Uh, to me, that's more important. Um, you know, but I'm not really into the whole, like, Bible-thumping, like, kind of thing. I, I was I was baptized Catholic when I was a child. And uh, oh, wow. I went to Catholic... I went to some... I was a very troubled kid, actually. I'm not going to lie. I uh, went to a lot of different schools. Some were Catholic, some were public. But I never followed religion i i kind of rejected it because i hated school so much that to me the religious part of it was just like another school subject that i didn't like you know what i mean um yeah i wasn't like an eighth i was an atheist kind of but i wasn't like i wasn't constantly like trying to challenge uh religious people i just didn't care i, I to, to put it simply like i just was like yeah, it's a waste of time I, I don't really think about that uh, whatever. It was part of growing up in the era that I did. Uh, you know, I was more worried about hanging out with friends and stuff like that, whatever. Um, mm. uh, sorry, I'm kind of getting sidetracked here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I was Catholic, um, but like I said, didn't follow any of it. And I would say about three years ago, I started to, embraced uh christianity a little bit and one of the big things one of the one of the big things that that really stuck to me was uh i was listening to a young christian guy talk about how uh uh with the covid thing right how people how people panic people were panicking because they didn't want to like die from like covid or whatever right but he was talking about he's like well he's like he's like i'm a christian and christians should not like fear death and well, the, the part, part of the reason why we have the way the people are reacting, the reason why we have all these measures in place and stuff is because 
people freaking out because they don't want to die. And it's not to per se, it's not to say that like Christians want to die, but it's a different attitude towards death, right? Um, so that really, that really like kind of just did something where I was like, that's, that's quite, that's interesting, you know, it's, uh, and, and it's just little things like that that brought me to, uh, Christianity and, uh, I've actually, Pretty quickly, I've started to look, I've been looking into, I've been, so I'm going to be converting to orthodoxy, actually. Um, I never really, when I, I never really went back to Catholicism. Even when I started to yeah. become religious again, I would, I read the Bible, I read it front to back. Uh, and then I was kind of, Kind of like, I guess you could say shopping around to like, okay, what's, what's like, what makes sense to me if I'm going to be, you know, Christian? What, what's like, what makes sense? And very quickly I was like, orthodoxy is, uh, is, is what I think is the truth. And, uh, yeah. So as a, as somebody who like orthodox, it's, uh, it's very, you know, it's not like uh, I'm not an evangelical where I'm not going to go around and tell people, oh, you you must repent and you must, uh, you know, follow the, you know, a Bible thumping kind of Baptist kind of style. Uh, no, I don't, I don't believe in that. I think, I think that actually does more damage uh, to the message. Like, if, if, of course, I want everybody to become Christian, right? But I'm not going to go around telling people, oh, you must do this. You must. I feel like it's more damaging, right? And uh, orthodoxy really tells you, like, you shouldn't really, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, you shouldn't be, uh, people need to kind of have their own spiritual journey and kind of find God on their own. And you're kind of just there, if, you know, to answer any questions. And me personally, I don't, I don't try, I try not to answer a lot of questions. I, what I try to do is I try to guide people to somebody who has the answer, uh, like somebody, an authority in the church, right? So it's like if you have questions, some things I could answer uh, or try to answer, but typically what you would do is you would, you know, that set that person up with the priest and, you know, the priest is the proper uh, authority to, to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Because these things, you have to be very careful. I feel like uh, no offense to Protestants or anything like that at all. Um, you know, I think most, most Protestants are great people, but I feel like the Protestant Protestantism is kind of what brought us into, kind of, uh, is part of the collapse of Christianity, in my opinion. Um, because there's no order, there's no structure. People kind of just, uh, interpret the Bible the way they, they want to. There's no tradition behind it. There's no authority figures. Uh, these things are important, right? And, uh, you know, that's also part of the reason why I don't believe in, uh, libertarianism too much anymore. Uh, so interesting yeah i don't really get into religion that much so yeah that's that's perfectly that's perfectly that's perfectly fair uh it's it's harder it's harder for me to you know because it is part of my identity now that it's 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 hard you know i it's my worldview kind of um so but you know i i try to stay diverse with, with topics and stuff like that. And I like, I do like to see people's, uh, different points of view. And, you know, just because you're not Christian doesn't mean you can't be right about something. Like I, I would never think that for, for a second. Right. Uh, for me, it's, 
it's what do you do also, right? It's the solution to things that, you know, is where I would, uh, kind of lean more towards Christianity, right? Uh, you know, if I'm, you know, if somebody brings attention to something, it's a topic or something I've never heard of before, like you, for example, I, you know, I've never really met anybody who has these narratives on like 9-11 or whatever. And, you know, I've told you what I think and I wouldn't say you're wrong. I wouldn't, don't, wouldn't say you're 100% right. I, it's, it is what it is. I, I respect that opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's when it, when it, but when it comes to the solutions, uh, I, I lead a little bit more Christian. Uh, that's, that's where I, you know, I, I think, uh, Christianity is kind of the only real solution. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, that's good. So. Well, I'm kind of talked out. No offense, but I've been going since 4 a.m. So I'm uh, yeah. I'm not going to be much of a contributor now. I gotta. I think I have to rest. Rest my brain. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a long time, man. That's uh. That's well, like- yeah. We 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 have some pretty long chats. So there's obviously many other people here, but still, just listening is is a lot of work. There's a lot of smart talk. It's a yeah. really good uh, place to hang out. You'll find, I think. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get going too. It's, uh, I got, I got some yeah. stuff here. But, well, uh, come by any time. We're here quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll drop by soon. I, I appreciate it, and uh, it was great meeting you guys. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, welcome, welcome. It's good to have you on, and make sure uh, you can, if you, if you want to join the forums where we actually have. Yeah. Uh, preservation, you can just send me your email address and I'll manually, or you can just, you can just register on your own if you want. Just click the yeah, registration. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna register. Yeah, I'm gonna register. Yeah. Um, what I'll do is, uh, I, I, I have you in my messages on Discord, so I'm gonna just, can I message you my email address? Yeah, and I can add you. I can add you manually as well. Okay. Okay, whatever's easier. Whatever. Yeah, you can all. You can also. Uh, can I join in as well? Can I register just myself right now? I'll, I could do it now if you want to just. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I'll get the once you register. Okay. Let me know how easy it will. It should be easy. So uh, it says register here, then it says email. So will I have to email you or? No, because I got you on here. Okay. You're uh, at fakeologistforums.com, right? Uh, I'm at fakeologist.com. Yeah, you can, uh, you can't register there. I blocked oh, okay. it. Fakeologistforums.com is where you oh, can register as well. Forums. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me try that then. You hear Toby? Oh, I see. It's like PHPBB? Yep. Okay.
Alrighty. Okay, yeah, I think it I think it went through. Okay, let me look. So this well can I use this same criteria to log into the fakeologist website? No, they're all different uh platforms. Okay. But if you send me your just direct message me your email. Okay. I, think I can add you manually. Okay. I said that it sent the administrator an email, so if you see that email, that's that's my email. But if not, I can also just message it, message it to you. Or I'll just do that now. So. Yeah, I haven't got the email yet. Let's see. It might take a second. Here, let me, uh, just in case, I'll send you. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got it. Okay, and I'll activate you. Yeah, if you, if you don't mind, I wanted to check out, because uh, I'm seeing on the Fakeologist website, I'm seeing that there's some, uh, looks like some videos and stuff like that, that look interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Well, it, the, the registration is just for commenting, so you don't uh, have to log, yeah, you have to register to comment, but uh, if you send me your email... I'll just uh, manually add you right now. That's fine. And you, and you did that already. Thank you. So anyone could send me a manual email. That's how we do it on Fakeologist uh, blog. So I'll add you now. There's a thing here. It says uh, uh, some videos here, some films. Yeah, we have a we have another platform called Fakotube.com. That's our own video platform. That's where I put up. Okay. Some good videos. Yeah, because it says the videos uh, are private, but I, I wouldn't mind checking those videos out. Um, this is have to be assigned. In. I, if they if they say they're private, that's because it's on the old video server. So oh. I have to find. Yeah, even I can't watch them anymore because I didn't pay for that anymore. Oh, I see. That's what that is. So which ones are private? Because I'm trying to go through. I haven't really gone through them all. But if you find one that says that, send me the link to the post, and okay. I will uh, try and re-upload it to FacoTube. Okay. I never did go through. Yeah, that's what you're. That's what you're coming against. Okay. Okay. I'm looking. I'm seeing this FacoTube now. This. This look. Okay. So I'm just assuming all those films are on here, anyways. They should be. Okay. Yeah. This well, is I, it. maybe yeah. they're not. 
So the ones, uh, ones here, it's like JFK, uh, film, 9-11 film, Moon Hoax, Nuke Sar Bomb. Uh-huh. Yeah. So all these are saying, it's under the fake footage that changed the world. It's it's under that. It's Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm going to have to go through that. I'm going to have to go through that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, just letting you know because I, I wanted to, to check out those videos, but I'm checking out this uh, FakeOtube site. It looks like there's a ton of content on here, so that's that's good. Yeah, you'll find a ton of content, yeah. You will find a ton. Okay, I'm going to add you now. Okay, so you're going to get an activation email. Okay. There you go. So you're good. Awesome. All right. Yeah, FacoTube is another platform that's separate registration. They're all different platforms, so you have to unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll register that, uh, you know, next time or something. I'll register for the FacoTube. Um, and yeah, cool, man. Right on. Well, thanks for joining. Good. Glad you found us. Thanks to Not Sure. He's a good guy. Carolina, I think is. Yeah, Not Sure. His name is. Yeah, yeah, cool guy. guy. Yeah, very good guy. Yeah, he was doing an audio yesterday for hours and hours and hours. So I haven't even listened to that yet. Yeah, he he can talk, man, for sure. He's got a lot to say. Yeah, Inter- he's cool. Interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Florida. Oh yeah, I actually I'm not even I I only met him a few weeks ago, but uh I didn't know he was in Florida. That's cool. Great place. That's every every Canadian's dream is to <laughs> to still live in Florida. I don't know. Things are changing <laughs> there too. Yeah, I know, yeah. Maybe in the middle of the winter, but they got some huge problems coming up with their condos. Yeah. Huge yeah. problems. Definitely uh, nice in the summer, though, or in the winter time. Leaving here, winter, yeah. Well, better yeah. than here. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Awesome, Have a good man. one. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Take care.